when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 194 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. We don't have Damon again this week, but we have me. I'm back. Yeah. And we actually have a real episode. Not to say that the other ones weren't real, because I had a lot of fun doing those waitlist episodes. Yeah, totally. But but we're back. We're we're like, we're actually back. Tom is back. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I made it it there and made it back. (laughs) It feels weird to be back. Yeah, well, because I mean, we like we, you know, we we've been doing this so habitually, and then you know, we we basically had a couple of weeks where we didn't because you know you were gone, and so yeah, I just it, it always feels weird when we take a break from this and then yeah. come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we almost never take two full weeks off in a row, right? Like it's usually yeah. like one week, and then you know we're back to it. But like, yeah, no, I know what you mean, especially since we recorded some of that stuff like earlier in the week, so it's been really like. Like almost three weeks since we've really talked, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm back. Um, so you know, we'll we'll get right into a couple things here. But before we get into like my trip report, I did want to mention for those that are not part of the Facebook group or part of the uh, the page or didn't see it because you know Facebook algorithms and such, you don't always see mm-hmm. the stuff. The, yeah, um, things cruise by. Yeah, they do. So I wanted to let everybody know we are now selling our Haunted Universe of Energy uh, apparel, uh, the special shirt, our special edition shirt that we're putting out. Uh, it is now available. We are selling. Uh, they are on our uh, store.welcomehomepodcast.com. You can find it there. Uh, it's all we're selling right now are those shirts. Has has the art on the front, has our logo on the back. Um, and you know, we have a variety of options. We're doing, you know, regular kinds of shirts. We got, uh, you know, we, a lot of people requested tank tops. So we got tank tops this year. We got, uh, you know, we got zip up hoodies. We got regular hoodies. We got all sorts of good stuff in that store. So, um, you know, go and check that out. Like I said, store.welcomehomepodcast.com. All the, the, the money from this, right? Like, so you might be like, why am I going to give you money for a shirt? So what we use the money for is to do another shirt. <laughs> like that's, <Yeah>. that's literally <laughs> what we do it for. And to also, you know, just to continue to fund the show. So it's, it's really just another way to support the show. Also have some cool art on your, on your, you know, shirt as you walk around the parks and, and represent the podcast too. So um, please go check this out. So I, I don't know if you want to say anything about that, Trevor, but um, I know my just, wife wants one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be uh, putting in an order as well. So, so yeah, since this is limited. Um, sure. Yes. There, limited. Yeah, yeah, there there is only so many shirts that we will be selling, and, and we're going to kind of do it the same way we did last time, where um, we either hit hit the upper limit or um, or we passed the. I don't want to call it due date. I, I don't know what we call yeah. it. Or deadline, Expiration date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so these will be available um, till either um, three hundred and fifty of them sell or December fifteenth. Yep. So right in time um, for holiday shopping. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you know, you guys, you got time to, you know, think about it. If it's, uh, 
you know, something you want to get for somebody that listens to the podcast as well or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we don't want to keep it up there forever. And, you know, like Tom said, you know, everything that we get from this is going to go back into us figuring out what the next shirt is. And um, just, so, you know, to um, I, I know we've had some comments on it or I guess there hasn't been a lot of comments on it, but no. the haunted attraction thing, you know, we've done that twice now. That doesn't mean that the next shirt is going to be a haunted attraction. So we've already yeah. been we've been talking already about some ideas and yeah, you know, we're, it's future ones are going to be different. So, you know, if this is not your thing, totally cool, you know, get it. <laughs> yeah. And um, but yeah, you know, you know, please check it out because, uh, yeah, we, we were I or we really like these. I I, uh, I like how the the artist um, put forward all the the ideas that we, we gave them, which is it's very yeah. cool. Like, um, yeah. Like, you know, I guess, you know, for, for listeners, you know, we, you weren't really involved in the process, but, you know, for us, it kind of started at like, you know, terrible or <laughs> a terrible, like MS paint, like here's our ideas, you know, you know, yeah. done, you know, by, by people who are not artists and then, you know, giving it to somebody and then them taking it and giving us, you know, that it is just, it's very cool. Right. And so. There's, you know, a variety of iterations that it goes through too. You know, we, we get early views of it and we, we improve on it. And, you know, yeah. it, it was, it was definitely fun to put this together because I think, I think all three of us have a different stamp on this one, which we, the last one we did too. Right. But like, we kind of like all added elements here and there to it of, of what we wanted to see. And I, I think that that, uh, that really shows here. So, yeah. Yeah. So sure. it's, I, I'm I'm excited and I'm also excited about the next one we're going to do too because we have some fun ideas and and it is definitely going to be different than this one I would say. <laughs> so Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But that doesn't mean wait till that one cuz I mean, you know, you're talking sometime next year we're going to do that so it's going to be a while off. But um please go check this one out like I said store.welcomehomepodcast.com. You can also look at our Facebook page. Um I will also put a link to the store uh in the show notes. Uh so if you don't feel like typing all that out just look at the show notes for this episode uh you know on your podcast player just you know look look at the the, the details of this episode and you can click on a link right from there and, and get right to the site so i also do want to mention too that the shirts are available uh, all over the world right so it's not just the united states um there are printers uh through this company that uh work in uh, in in europe and and uh you know other places around the world so um you can buy the shirt pretty much anywhere which is great see so. tom's got your back guys <laughs> yeah. Hear that? Yeah, he's yep. he's thought of everything i tried to yeah. <laughs> it's hard it's hard but I've tr- i tried to yeah. so um so anyway uh yeah so we're excited about that um so please go check that out uh we would really appreciate you supporting the show and uh you know proudly wearing the shirts out and about so um so we can get into my trip report uh, i you know it's it's weird to go from mm-hmm. from talking about the shirt to talking about everything that happened in Central Florida and and the West Coast of Florida over the past couple of weeks with the hurricane and so like I, I don't know how to do this without you know like going to a happy trip thing but I just want to say that you know like there was a lot of people that are are still suffering from the hurricane on the western coast of Florida uh you know lost everything and it's you know a terrible terrible tragedy and I I feel even bad kind of talking about my vacation while all of this was happening but um, I just wanted to, you know, put that out there and, and, you know, if, if there's, uh, any, any charities that you want to, you know, that you donate to or anything like that, there are definitely people that need support, uh, on the Western, uh, coast of Florida. Um, so, you know, luckily I, I have to say that, uh, my family members were mostly, uh, fine. I have a lot of family that lives in Florida, so, um, they, they all, uh, came out of it. Okay. Um, 
but you know, a lot of people are, are still, are still struggling with it. So, you know, any support that you can give to Florida is, is a, is a good thing. And, um, you know, I, I just want to frame it that way before I start talking about my trip, because while my trip was a happy thing, there was, you know, a, a, a little bit of guilt going to a place that had just been kind of ravaged by a, a hurricane and, uh, you know, where there was a lot of people with losing a lot of their possessions and having a lot of damage to their things. It's just uh, it's hard to, uh, to to go on a trip and, and enjoy a vacation when you know that there's so much suffering, just not so far from you, you know. But, right. But yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. So. Um, you know, hope everybody's okay that listens to the show. I mean, even if they're not listening to the show, of course, we we hope we hope you're okay. And and you know, if you're in Florida and, and made it through, and and also want to say that we appreciate that there were many people posting in the group updates as the hurricane was going on, which was was very interesting. Yeah, I did. Uh, s- since we didn't do the episode, I did shout out. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of people that were you know. Um, just, you know, sharing because they were they were in Disney at the time and they were kind of sharing their perspective on things, which, um, yeah. you know, it was, it, you know, it's it, I, I don't want to say it's good to see, you know, it was it was it was helpful to kind of see what how the situation was unfolding down there. Um, and, and like sure. you say, you no, know, it doesn't downplay the fact that, you know, there was other areas that were were much more um, hard hit than yeah. Yeah. than uh, than Disney World. But, yeah, you know, it was. Um, you know, greatly appreciate, you know, people just sharing their own experiences because, you know, that's that's why we set up the group. And, you know, it's, you know, thank you all for for just, you know, being a part of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, so with that backdrop, um, so, you know, the hurricane was going through Disney. What? Like, uh, I would say it's probably started Tuesday, went to Thursday. And now we're, you know, we're going back to late September now. This is a couple of weeks ago. Right. And so. Our plan was to leave here, you know, for those that listen to the show and, 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 you know, maybe don't know that I live outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. We drive, right? It's about eight and a half hours. We typically will drive along the coast, right? Because you drive down Route 95 and that's right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Interstate 95 and it's, it's right on the coast of, of uh, the Atlantic Ocean, right? So that's our typical route. That's the best way for us to go. Well, the hurricane kind of took a it took a shift, right? It, it shifted further mm-hmm. south. It sped up, and then it, it it actually went back out into the Atlantic, and then turned back and and came across South Carolina, and basically came right over where I live. Eventually, once it got over land, right. So our original plan it, it it cleared out of Disney like maybe Thursday, right? Like Thursday midday or so, and you know Disney reopened that Friday. So we were going to leave Friday morning, like really early Friday morning. And because the hurricane sped up, I, during the day on Thursday, I, I you know I'm working from home and I'm I'm looking out the window and it's getting really windy, right? It's I mean it's not just like hey it's a windy day, it's like thirty mile per hour gusts of wind start at, early in the morning on Thursday, and I'm like that's not going to be fun to drive in, right? Like that's that's not going to be good. And so what we decided to do, uh, because the rain was also going to get in here earlier, too. So I can deal with wind or rain, but wind and rain while driving, uh, not not a great combination, right? And I just, yeah, just, (laughs) I mean, yeah, the wind was bad. I mean, like, the winds had gotten here well before the storm did, right? And and, I mean, it was was not, um, you know, we were, while we were driving, we were dealing with, you know, like, 45 50 mile per hour gusts of wind i mean it was it was a little crazy right so we ended up i made the decision with my wife on thursday right after work that we were just going to get the heck out of here right so 
the plan was we drove uh, to, and, and I think I talked about this in the podcast, we were going to drive around the hurricane, right? So, which mm-hmm. sounds like a weird thing to say, but that was the plan, right? So we actually drove to Macon, Georgia, which is kind of like in the middle of Georgia, basically. But there's a reason why we stayed in Macon, because for it kind of filled my uh, fulfilled my qualification of driving around the storm, right? So we were able to, to get there uh, by driving away from the storm. But also, Macon, Georgia is right on uh, Interstate 75, which Interstate 75 brings me right to where my mom is, which w- is where we were going the next day, right? So it actually, and, and it was also like right outside of the impact area for the storm, right? So it was outside of where the winds were, like just barely, but it was outside of where winds were and everything like that. So so we, you know, leave, we leave at night and, you know, it's five, six o'clock. And, um, you know, the only thing I could say about the drive, not fun. Uh, at one point, of course, like an hour into the drive, my uh, low tire pressure light came on. And I'm like, really? Of all the things I need right <laughs> oh, now, like <laughs> I barely stayed on the road here. It's blown all over the place. You know, I, I, I really don't need this. So, you know, I stopped, checked the tires. Everything was fine. It's, you know, I just filled them up and all that. And we were, we were good. Um, so, but then I had one of those things happen that, you know, I always worry about, right? So we're, we're getting to the end of the trip, right? Like we're maybe like an hour and a half away and we're just tired. It's like 1130 at night. We're all tired. We all want to get to the hotel and just go to sleep. Right. And my Mm -hmm. GPS, I noticed the time on my Google maps is slowly creeping upwards. You know how that goes? (laughs) It's just like slowly getting later. And I was like, okay, something's going on here, right? There's, we're going to hit some traffic at some point. So then it pops up. It's like, hey, save 10 minutes on your route. You want to, you know, I got a better route, 10 minutes, right? I was like, all right, let's do that. Let's save ourselves 10 minutes, right? I said to my wife, I said, I hope this doesn't take us on some crazy back roads that... Uh, I I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing as you said that. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. <laughs> yeah. We ended up on the backest of back roads in Georgia. Um, literally oh, didn't see didn't see other cars for like an hour like at one point like no joke really really back roads really uh driving through nothing just like farmland and like woods and all sorts of stuff so that was a really interesting situation but we got there safe everything was fine the hotel we stayed at in macon was great we actually really enjoyed our stay there it was very nice um and you know so we we got up early the next day and we drove the rest of the way to florida I want to note, too, one of the things that I thought was fascinating and extraordinarily interesting was as we were driving down 75. Now, you can drive 75 all the pretty like, you know, most of the way down the coast of Florida, the west coast of Florida. Um, So while we were driving on 75, I would say 50 percent of the vehicles on the on the interstate were vehicles going to help with the hurricane relief. So we saw um, cars that, uh, you know, trucks that were going to help with uh, electricity. We saw, you know, portable pa- bathrooms, portable housing. We saw tree removal companies. We saw house restoration companies. Like it was, it was actually really heartening to watch that, you know, just to see that kind of like convoy of all these people coming to help and how quickly they were able to be mobilized. Cause, you know, at this point, we're talking like we're two days after this is Friday, you know, and the hurricane had come through Wednesday and Thursday. So like it was quick you know, afterwards mm-hmm. that these, these people were going down to help. And it was, it was kind of really cool to watch. And it just kind of like, you know, it, it kind of hit home of, of how bad everything was. So, so anyway, um, we, you know, we, we stayed at my mom's, uh, which luckily my mom did not uh, get any 
any really major impacts from the hurricane. So um, they were supposed to get like six to 12 inches of rain. They ended up with like two because it shifted further south and it really kind of missed them. So they just got some rain. They got some wind. They didn't even lose power. So thank goodness for that. Uh, I will say I do have an uncle that lives uh, on an island down on the west coast of Florida. And and they did uh, have some trouble, uh, but they're they're OK and everything. So. Um, but you know, so we, we went to, you know, we got to Florida, um, without an issue. Uh, you know, we were warned about getting gas and stuff like that. So we made sure we got gas before we, before we got there. Um, and so, you know, we stayed at my mom's overnight, got up the next day. We got up bright and early. You know, my daughter gets up at 6am every day anyway. So it's like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time she Mm -hmm. goes to bed. She's up at 6am. So we got up early and then we decided to drive the rest of the way right uh, to, to, to Disney that morning. Uh, this was Saturday. This is our first day there. So, and, and that's where we start, but I want to give, before I go into like a day by day kind of thing, I do want to give some overall observations. So first of all, you know, just because I, I don't know where else to put these, right. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, you know, Orlando got about like 12 inches of rain from what I read, you know, a full foot of rain. I have to say, and I don't know if this is just Disney is amazing at this stuff, but I was there a day after they reopened and you wouldn't have known a single thing happened there. I mean, honestly, we saw some down branches and stuff like that, but there was, I mean, it it was impeccable. It was, it was how Disney usually is. Like you would not have known that anything even happened. Yeah. It it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I I saw the same thing in 2016. Like we were there about, a week and a half after, but same thing is it's like, like you said, you know, there's still like a bit of, you know, debris, like, like you said, down trees, yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, on the whole, it's just like, Oh, like, th- like nothing happened. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, but you know, and you know, I saw in the news that there were a lot of places in Orlando that were still very flooded. Um, but you know, Disney was not one of those places. Uh, you know, the, the highways were fine to get there. We really didn't have any trouble, driving there uh and and no really trouble getting in um it was pretty straightforward so that was good um i noticed on this trip and i I actually just posted on this in another group the and i i don't know what this was but you know how like sometimes the cast members were like fight with you about discounts like Mm -hmm. they were super lax about discounts like really lax half the time i pulled out my phone to show them i had discounts and they were just like i believe you (laughs) <laughs> like I, no, i'm not even joking I, like they were just like i don't care that's fine i you, you I, I believe you yeah. and i'm like okay i didn't even bring my id with me they didn't even check my id one time even when i showed my discounts they never checked my id not once hmm. <laughs> which is crazy I mean, yeah I, i've been good but not good oh i yeah. thought it was great i was fine like yeah. i don't care if they give discounts to everybody whatever it doesn't hurt me <laughs> like yeah. give everybody a discount who cares um, but you know, I even got up to the DVC lounge without my ID too. So like, I forgot to, yeah. So I forgot to bring my ID that day and I get to the desk and I'm like, Oh, I don't have my ID. Is there anything else we can do? And she like looked up my account and verified some of my info and let me go up. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And then, and you know, discounts were huge on this trip because they were doing a 30% discount on merchandise for annual pass holders. And man, did that save a ton. I mean, we saved hundreds cause we bought a lot of merch and you know, just saving we save so much with that 30 percent. i mean usually it's 20 percent, so this is mm-hmm. marginally better but it was really the the discounts were great but yeah i mean it just i couldn't believe how i mean maybe it was because and i know this sounds stupid but i had both the magic bands i brought with me were both dvc magic bands and i also had my annual pass holder slider on the magic band 
So <laughs> I don't know if they just looked at that and go, okay, well they're 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 good, you know. I don't know. They knew you meant business. <laughs> yeah, I know, you know what I, I don't know. It's just it was weird. So um, and then another thing I will mention is buses were excellent this trip. The absolute best I've ever seen the buses. I don't know if they just finally gotten it together, but I mean, we rarely waited for a bus. I think the most we waited was like ten minutes for a bus, and the rest of the time we like. Got, I mean, every it, we kept joking about this because this kept happening every time we left the park. There was a bus waiting for us at our bus stop, like every time, wow. yeah. And I had to do, you know, every and I think a lot of uh, uh people out there know this thing. I had to do the run, you know, like so. What I, what I mean is, I gave my wife the stroller and I bolted for the uh for the, the bus to make sure <laughs> yeah. that it didn't leave. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a couple times too, the bus driver just laughed at me. He was like, "I wasn't going to leave for another five minutes anyway." I'm like, "You know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> let, let's not chance that." <laughs> yeah, let's not chance it. But yeah, so I, you know, a couple times I, I gave it a run. And I will also say too, and I don't know if this is widespread or not, but like every time we left from the hotel, I always popped up the app just to see what the uh, when the bus arrival times were, and I found them to be very accurate. I did notice uh, that often. They showed up like, you know, three or four minutes before uh, they their time was. So we always left a little bit earlier, probably, you know, because it's like a GPS, right? Like sometimes you get through traffic and, it, you know, I, I actually noticed, you know, they have little GPSs on the bus and that's probably what gives the times out. Um, but, you know, and so sometimes they get through traffic faster than anticipated and then they get there earlier. So, you know, I, I give yourself a little bit of time. But I mean, I think that's like one of my favorite tips to people is if you're staying at a Disney resort, pop up the app and, you know, look, look under your resort hotel and look at bus wait times and, you know, time your leaving of the room, uh, for, for the bus coming, it, it saves you a whole lot of time just sitting around doing nothing. Right. Good. Now I was going to ask if, um, so my initial thinking was that, you know, because it was right after the hurricane, you know, maybe buses were just, you know, not as busy, but then, you know, also that, that assumes that they have a full fleet of, drivers available which you know due to a hurricane they wouldn't um necessarily and but then i guess you were also there long enough that you would have noticed like you know over a week or so it it may have been like if you'd said it was the first couple of days i would have thought yeah it was because of the hurricane but yeah no yeah if if it's the full trip yeah i'm i'm leaning more towards what you're saying is you know it seems like they've they've figured out something with the buses it sounds like so i i will say this though there were two exceptions to this right so okay they were excellent the whole trip except for two exceptions something i noticed disney was doing and i don't know that if this is was because of the hurricane or if this is something they've been doing for like for a while and i just have not seen anybody post about it we two different times were picked up by non-disney charter buses that took us from the the park to the yeah it was weird. And I have to tell you, it was a both times. Well, not both times. The first time, it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had with a bus ever. Right. <laughs> so, um, but the other time, it was fine. And the coach buses are kind of nice because the, you, there's no standing. Right. And there's just seats. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of nice. Right. But it was just kind of weird. And it felt very outside of like the normal Disney experience. And I, 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 like I said, like you were saying, I don't know maybe if that had to do with, it was like a temporary measure because of the hurricane, or if this has just been the past couple months, because they are continuing to 
deal with a bus driver shortage and you know maybe they're also dealing with not having enough buses too i I don't know and this is just kind of filling in the gaps but i noticed many charter buses there there were more than than a couple um but we only got on two the first one we got on was really bad and i'm going to explain why (laughs) so what happened was we were at hollywood studios this bus pulls up right and everyone at the bus stop is a little bit confused for obvious reasons. Like, why yeah. is your coach bus just here? Right? Like, what is this doing here? Um, and the guy pulls up and, and there's a sign in the front that says Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, right? But the people in front of us go and they ask the bus driver, they're like, is this bus for Animal Kingdom Lodge? You know, Jumbo House and Kidani? And the guy goes, oh, no. And we were like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to Animal Kingdom Lodge. I just couldn't remember the names of the the places. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, how are you on this job if you don't even know where you're going? Like, that's <laughs> concerning. This, <laughs> this is how an entire busload of people disappear yeah, all exactly. at once. <laughs> okay, so then this guy could not figure out how to get the wheelchair thing to work. Couldn't figure it out. And there were wow. there were like three scooters waiting for this bus, right? So And he couldn't figure it out. So eventually he just told them they got to wait, which I felt bad for them. But, you know, he's like, you guys just got to wait. So finally he lets us on the bus. But also I've got a stroller with me, right? So we're getting on a coach bus. There's no room for strollers on a coach bus. So the guy goes, okay, well, leave your stroller right here. I'll put it underneath. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll leave my stroller there. Right. So we're sitting on the bus and this guy's a little frazzled, you know, because he doesn't know where he's going and he couldn't figure out how to open the, (laughs) the, the, the handicap thing. And, you know, he starts to close the door and I, I, you know, if you've ever been on a coach bus before, you know, like when they open the bottom thing, it, you know, you hear like that ka-chunk sound of the, it opening yep. and you can see it. Right. And I said to my wife, I was like, I didn't see him open the thing. Right. Like I didn't see him do it. I didn't hear it. Now, given it's been a long day, I'm tired. Maybe I just missed it. Right. Turns out I didn't just miss it. He starts driving off without picking up our stroller and somebody waves him down and it was like, Hey, you got a stroller right there. So he stops the bus gets out, opens the bottom, puts it underneath. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what a mess. You know, and then, I mean, this was not the coach bus's fault. This was just, I feel like an irresponsible parent. But there was a kid sitting in front of me that was coughing and congested and just like very sick. And I'm like, what are you doing on this bus? <laughs> like, you yeah. should be not be on a cl- in closed quarters with other people pandemic or not it's just irresponsible to bring a, a sh- extremely sick kid out and you know they weren't even cover their mouth while they're coughing and i'm sitting behind this kid and i'm like great like last thing i need is to get sick with whatever on this trip i don't, I don't i'm not talking about covid like i just I don't want to get a cold i don't want to get anything just like it drives mm-hmm. me crazy like i just feel it's so irresponsible for people to do that i understand they don't want their vacation ruined but like don't ruin other people's vacations because you know or at least put a mask on the kid or something I mean, this was like an older kid too. It's not. It wasn't like a young kid. It was like maybe like oh, ten year olds. You know. I, I was thinking it was like a you know like a toddler, oh, no. like three to five. Oh, no, so this is ta- an older. Oh this is like gosh. a ten year old. Okay. Yeah, and oh, I'm like, right. dude, come on. Like, but I mean, listen, we got to our resort. Okay, I can't complain that much. You know, we got there. So, but it was just weird, and it wasn't a good experience. Like, and I, I, I want Disney to send me a survey because I want to tell them how bad of an experience it was because. If you're going to do the charter bus thing, you got to at least make sure the bus drivers know what the heck they're doing and where they're yeah. going. You know, like you can't just have them be 
outwardly incompetent like it's bad yeah i mean that that's hard if if they're supplementing with a a third party right yeah you know they have to there has to be a baseline for that they have to do some sort of basic training something just like tell them at least where they're going like the fact that the guy didn't even know that jumbo house and gadani existed he just knew he was going to animal kingdom lodge i wasn't all that confident that we were even going to make it to our stop i thought he might just just stop at jumbo you know yeah just just drop you at the main entrance and that that's it yeah i also have to mention too (laughs) i was a little annoyed too because disney buses typically and this is going to sound really like a first world problem because it is um, one of the benefits of staying at Kidani when you stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge is they drop you off first, right? So like mm-hmm. they always they always go to Kidani first. Well, when the charter buses came through, they went to Jumbo House first because Jumbo is technically the first turn, so they just did the first turn and then, you know, whatever. It's not yeah, a they, huge they deal. That's all. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's fine. I'm not going to complain that much about that. So I'm going to say my room. Uh, you know, for those that haven't been listening, I had a two bedroom. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Savannah View at Kidani Village. This room was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It was in excellent condition. Like the, I have no complaints about the room at all. The location of the room was probably the best we've ever had at Animal Kingdom. We were um so like we were close to the elevator. So we were the I think uh, you know, we were the two bedroom, and you know, one side of it was the part and you don't know this because you probably haven't, you haven't stayed there, but there's, you know, middle pieces that have like just windows out into the Savannah, you know, where you're not up against another room. So we were mm-hmm. on the end, which was great. Cause you know, like one side of the room, there was no noise because it was just, you know, it was on the other side. So, and we were very close to the, to the elevator, which was great as well. But we also just had great views of the Savannah. We saw so many animals constantly. The, I will say the one of the highlights of the trip and, you know, people that stayed with us, like, could never get over watching the animals, right? Like there's, it's so interesting <laughs> to watch. It is. I mean, it's, it's great yeah. to watch the animals and because of the nature of this trip, you know, cause my four and a half year old can't go, uh, you know, park open to close. Like we were in the room a fair amount, you know, more than we usually are because we were taking breaks midday and stuff like that. But around five o'clock, one of the days, and I don't remember which day this was. So I just have this as a general observation. We're watching, right. And we're sitting out there and all of a sudden, you know, and and people that have stayed there before know this, right? So the, the zookeepers come out at one point and they start putting food around, right? And as soon as they start putting the food around, you know that all the animals are going to come in that direction, right? Like they just, the, the, mm-hmm. the giraffes travel in like a herd of four and they start coming down to your area, right? Well, giraffes eat and then they get a little, uh, they got a little uh, crazy. They decided that they were going to chase all the other animals around the savannah. <laughs> okay but this is this is crazy because i feel like i was watching an animal documentary like in real life right because i kind of was at one point one of these drafts comes charging full speed directly at our room which was kind of terrifying in a way we're on the third floor not that it could reach us but i mean the thing was running full speed right at us <laughs> i mean it, and i mean it stopped but like it was it was kind of scary for a second there even though you know drafts aren't necessarily scary but so these drafts are chasing all the other animals around, and one of them in particular is chasing some wildebeest around, right? And this thing, like I said, they're going full speed. If you've never seen a giraffe run full speed, it's kind of terrifying. They're huge, right? Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're big animals, and people don't yeah. realize that. <laughs> yeah. So this thing's running full speed, and it's if you if you know what Animal Kingdom looks like, it's kind it's kind of like a it's almost like a uh like you could call it like the the number three like you know backwards mm-hmm. like it's or and you know it's it's like a mickey ears kind of almost look to it right so there's a curve 
that there is, right? So this this giraffe decides he's going to start chasing these animals. He's running full speed, and he's going around the corner. And I'm looking at this giraffe. I'm like, this giraffe's not going to make this corner. Like, he's not, he's not going to make this corner. So sure enough, his feet go out from under him, and the giraffe just goes to the ground. Like, just straight up falls completely to the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we just were watching this occur. And it was nuts. Um, and, you know, it got back up. It was fine. Like, and it acted like nothing was wrong, of course. It just kind of played it off. Like, what? I meant to do that. You know, like like everybody does when they fall. <laughs> you know? yeah. But, um, but man, that was really cool. I It was really cool to watch that. And, man, we, we did not get over watching the animals every night. We saw tons of animals. I mean, it was it was really great. Uh, I can't say enough about about the resort. And I mean, we just we've kind of fallen in love with Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I, I just I especially with my daughter, like I don't see us staying anywhere else anytime soon, just because like she literally said goodbye to the animals in the morning. You know, like she was she's loved the animals. They were like her pets. She was naming them and stuff. You know, it was <laughs> it was adorable. And, and you know, it, it's awesome. So, yeah, that that's similar reasons why we stay at the poly like like there's there's things about it that it's like you know you and your family you know like you just said it yourself you know you can't see yourself staying anywhere else yeah absolutely yeah yeah and we've always had a great experience there too we've always enjoyed our stays there so yeah i find sorry i I just find that a little funny because i remember you know before you were like yeah you know what we want to stay at all the resorts i want to check them all out and life somehow changes that well and you know we will do that (laughs) right and we've stayed at every resort now except i mean we've been at every dvc resort except for beach club and riviera so i mean we've Mm -hmm. we've we've done it mostly right (laughs) like we're there but beach club and riviera are the only two we haven't stayed at and we will do that again someday i mean we'll we'll stay at those someday just not now um but you know so we had a room on the third floor had a great view i mean and we i mean we just can't say enough about it and i know it's funny because, you know, everybody always complains about how far everything is, you know, but it's it's really not like it, the bus trip from from Animal Kingdom to from the lodge to Magic Kingdom was 15 minutes. It's not. I mean, it's nothing. It's, you know, and to Epcot and all the other park, like it was 10 minutes. It's not yeah, as it's, far away as you feel like it is. It's just because you and, don't have options, you know, and it, it's easier now because they did that whole overpass near Magic yeah. Kingdom instead yeah. of like because there used to yeah it used to be worse if there was like traffic getting in and out of there was was trouble but yeah they they've cleaned all that up so you're right it's yeah. it's really not as bad as people remember <laughs> yeah I, I just I, I I didn't find it to be in any way like a deterrent where it felt like everything was far away because it just really wasn't and you know truthfully oddly enough like it just didn't feel i mean it, almost all the buses we were on were empty ish you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i think there was only two bus rides of all the ones that we took where we actually had to stand like and the rest of the time we had seats like that's and again it's not because the parks were dead the parks were decently busy in the beginning of our trip and then at the end of the trip they were crazy we'll get into that but <laughs> in the beginning it was it was a little <laughs> more dead and then at the end it it got crazy but even when it was crazy, we were still not standing. We, I mean, there, there were buses coming through at a really good clip. And that's what I was saying. I felt like they solved their bus problems because we really did not wait for buses. And when, you know, when we did get on a bus, we very rarely were we uh, uh, standing. So, all right. So let's go day by day here now. I, I got, I got notes. Right. I took like three pages of notes because I, I don't have <laughs> the best memory. And so like, I just wrote everything down that I could remember. So, First day we went down, we did Animal Kingdom. Uh, now, it's funny because everybody was like, oh, it was this right after a hurricane. Disney's only been reopened for a day. I'm sure the park's going to be dead. 
not the case in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, it was pretty busy, actually. I, it wasn't super busy. I mean, it's like a five or six out of ten, let's say, right? So it wasn't dead, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, you know, super busy either. Um, but I mean, listen, we didn't get there. We we went to our hotel first. We dropped all our stuff off, and then we um. Oh, I just remembered something I need to talk about too that I didn't make a note about. So, and we dropped all of our stuff off and we, um, you know, we, we just hopped a bus and got over to Animal Kingdom. Um, we really d- didn't do a lot. I, you know, one of the things we didn't account for was that Disney's a really overwhelming place if you've never really done it before, right? And so for my daughter, walking into this really, not for the first time, but the first time that she really know, you know, is, is aware of stuff she was mm-hmm. overwhelmed right like just the the all the people around you know there's a giant tree over here there's all these rides like there's all this stuff that she's never done before and it was a lot for her to take in um which you know she got better as the week went on but to start off she was very overwhelmed right and which mm-hmm. you know okay she got better and and she you know started to really enjoy it but for the most part all we rode was we did the safari and then we did triceratops spin because my daughter I is in love with the 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 spinning uh you know the Aladdins the Dumbos the Triceratops like <laughs> yeah. that's that's her jam. Carnival rides. Yeah. yeah, we could have just rode those the entire trip and she would have been a happy camper. So, I mean, but at first she didn't want to even ride them. Like we had to convince her and then once she got on it, she was she was good. And then the safari, you know, of course is always great. We also did over in Dinoland, we did uh we did this did the um Chippendale meet and greet so we met because my daughter mm-hmm. loves Chippendale. Those are her favorite characters. So um, which, you know, it was pretty cool. They're dressed like as dinosaurs. So that was that was fun. We did the uh, we also did the new uh, Finding Nemo show because uh, again. But again, though, this is my first my daughter's first experience with any sort of ex- any sort of show like this. And she was like at first, like really kind of freaked out by it. And then once it started going, was like waving at the characters and saying hello. And, you know, like, so it just mm-hmm. took some time for her to warm up kind of thing, you know. Um, so the other thing here, we, we didn't stay long, right? We we only stayed till like we were there for like maybe to like four o'clock or so, I would say, because we wanted to go get settled into the hotel. Like once we got our room, we decided to go over and, you know, and, and kind of get settled. Um, I did order food through Amazon. Um, which I've done before, and it was fine. Uh, it was a little bit of a challenge this time, because and you know, understandable. Right after a hurricane, a lot of stuff was sold out, so they didn't have like a lot of fresh fruit. They didn't have a lot of like drinks and stuff like that. There was a lot of stuff that was missing, and that again, totally understandable. the The problem was that they did my delivery very late, right? So they they it was supposed to show up. They they have like a two hour window usually. Um, mm-hmm. but it ended up being way later than it was supposed to be. And then they just left it in the lobby, right? Which, <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is crazy, right? So I, I had gone over to, we decided, uh, okay, so that's another thing. And I'll, I'll get back to this. So in a sec, but so our hoop de do reservation got canceled by Disney because Fort Wilderness did not reopen until I think October 7th. And our hoop to do uh, was the, our first day, which was that Saturday. So they had that makes kept, sense. Yeah. yeah, and it was you know it was understandable. We kind of had a feeling it was going to happen, but they kept Fort Wilderness closed. I'm assuming because you know there's a lot of trees over there. Um, you know there's there's a lot of stuff that they probably had to evaluate before reopening. So listen, they canceled it. It was fine. We did other stuff. We decided to go eat at the quick service that's over at Jumbo House, which is the Mara. We've had it. We've eaten there before. Um, they've decent food for quick service. Um, 
And then Sanaa also does a takeout as well. They have a takeout menu and Sanaa's right there in Kidani. So um, the adventurous eaters got food from Sanaa, did the mobile order for Sanaa and just went down and got the food. The non-adventurous eaters went over to the Mara and got, you know, burgers and, and you know, <laughs> and, and pork sandwiches and such, right? Can so, I ask which, uh, which crowd you were in? <laughs> I was in the non-adventurous. I went to the, to the Mara. Okay. <laughs> well, I also <laughs> knew we were eating it. So Sanaa's takeout menu is different than the regular menu and i knew we were eating at sanaa later in the week and you know there is stuff i will eat there uh you know on their regular menu but there wasn't anything i was really interested in on their on their takeout menu so so anyway so we go over to mara because for those that have not stayed there uh you know jumbo and and uh kadani are separate and there's only a quick service over at kadani at uh jumbo and they have a shuttle that will take you back and forth. It just does a big loop. It's just constantly coming. So, like, you're never waiting more than a couple minutes. So we went over, uh, got our food. And as I'm walking back into the hotel, I'm walking through the lobby. I just see I see a uh, one of those cards for luggage, right? And mm-hmm. it's got a whole bunch of food items on it that says Amazon. And I'm like... And it's just sitting in the lobby, like literally just sitting, mm. not even sitting in the lobby. It's sitting in between the two double doors, you know, like they have the double, the double doors that open and like a little hallway, like, a, you know, short hallway yeah. and then an, another set of double doors. Right. It's just sitting in that little area. Right. So I, I look at it this and I go, this is totally my food. Like this is a hundred percent my food. So I go over to Bell Services. I was like, so listen, I ordered food and there's a cart sitting in the lobby over here. And I think it's mine, but I didn't want to just take it in case like one of your people put it there. Like, I didn't know if they had taken it, you know, to and put it there to to bring back, you know, to the back or whatever. And I didn't want to just like take the cart. You know, I was, you know, did it, trying to be a rule follower. Right. Yeah. And the girl at Bell Service is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my food. Never mind. I'm like, this is my food <laughs> over here. And she goes. She goes, wait, they just left it there? And I was like, yeah. She goes, she goes, oh my gosh. She goes, like that. She's like, this never happened before, ever. She's like, nobody's ever just left stuff here and not come and signed in at the desk. And I'm like, seriously? Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> first time for oh, everything, first, I guess. Yeah, first experiences <laughs> for Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll also note too, uh, you know, we had a lot of refrigerated stuff in there. Oh, it, no. did, it was not cold uh, by the time it got to us. And so we had to toss some stuff. We had uh, like some yogurts that were broken open, I guess, just from not having them well taken care of. So we did not have a good experience with Amazon for food ordering this time. Um, we have in the past. I want to I, I want to blame it on the hurricane. You know what I mean? Because maybe the driver they had was not used to bringing stuff to Disney. And I don't know. It could just be a one-off. I don't want to like say that I'm never going to use them again because of the experience. And it wasn't, you know, it was really just one thing was broken, and like you know, the other stuff that wasn't fully refrigerated. It wasn't like the end of the world, right? Like it was fine. It didn't like spoil or anything, but but it just wasn't great. The whole the way the whole thing was handled, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, so that was the, that. And by the way, I, I will mention too, just a quick. Everybody really enjoyed their food at Sanaa. Um, not everybody enjoyed their food from the Mara. <laughs> I enjoy. I I got a pork sandwich there, which was very good. My parents both got burgers there, which they did not like. Um, they don't really like African kind of spices, and I'm pretty sure they put some sort of spice on the burgers, and I think that kind of threw them off. Um, I will also note too that we had done a mobile order, and I'd said to go, and they did not put it into go boxes, and I said, hey, I need this to go. I got to you know hop on a bus and go back to the uh, resort 
and they were like, oh, well, we can't put them into go packages, but we have these lids that will snap onto the top of the plates. And it's like, all right, well, we can do that. And that did not work, did not work out well. Uh, You know, one of the lids came off and everything went everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't good either. And I didn't feel like it was very good customer service on their part. They should have put it into the boxes or you know, re- we requested a bag if the, done like, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I've had that, I've had the snap on lids as well. And usually like they'll put it in a bag. So everything's yeah. contained. Right. So yeah, it, yeah, just, it just wasn't good. So, I mean, but my food was fine. You know, it was, it was fine. I can't complain. All right. So day <laughs> two, day two, we're, we decided we're going to rope drop magic kingdom. We decided, um, and this is one of the best tips. I think like if you, if you're going this time of year, there's no better time to go to Magic Kingdom than when a hol- one of the Halloween parties is happening. Even though the park closed at six, the par- the crowds are low, and so you can get more done uh, before six than you can get done in a full day. So that's my best tip for everybody, and that is what worked out well for us on this day because we rope dropped. Believe it or not, we rope dropped Peter Pan. I think on the show I talked about that we were going to rope drop Peter Pan because that ride mm-hmm. always has a long line. And we were going to do this. We decided early in the week that we weren't going to do Genie Plus. We were going to go without, right? Um, which we did. So we did not for the first half. We only did Genie Plus three times the entire trip. And I'll, I'll get into my experience with that. Um, but right. so we rope dropped Peter Pan. We made a bit, waited maybe like 15 minutes. And then we walked onto Small World. We walked onto Haunted Mansion. We walked onto Big Thunder. Um, I mean, no joke, walked onto Big Thunder. It was a five-minute wait. Could have walked on to Splash Mountain, but everybody decided it was a little too chilly that morning to do Splash Mountain at the time because Splash Mountain was like a 10 minute wait. Um, and then, you know, we went we went to Dumbo. We did Aladdin, you know, the Aladdin flying carpets. We did the Tiki Room. We did the People Mover. We did, uh, you know, did I say the Tomorrowland Speedway? We did that. We We did like a ton of stuff in like three hours <laughs> like because there were like no lines because again partially because we rope dropped and we went in uh you know for the hotel guests only time period yeah and yeah that, partly that extra be- was it an extra yeah. half hour or hour it's just an extra half hour um okay. i do have an observation about that though from hollywood studios we'll get a, a get into as well though um okay. so you just get that little half hour which is great but again i think the bigger thing here was that we went on a day where they had shortened hours because of the halloween party um, now you right around five o'clock, everybody they, they can you know the party doesn't start until you know after six, but y- you start seeing the park get busy right around five o'clock. You know you start seeing people with the wristbands coming in and things start to get busy. But you know honestly, like I said, we did a ton of stuff in a very short period of time, and uh, you know we also oh we also went on the um um gosh why am I blanking on the 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 Tomorrowland uh, the Tomorrowland rocket ships. Why am I forgetting what they're called? Oh, um, Astro Orbiter. Oh yes, Astro Orbiter. We did that too. Um, we did mm-hmm. not do Carousel of Progress or Buzz or uh, Monsters Inc. We just kind of ran out of time, honestly, because so this was the day we did Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace, we did lunch at Crystal Palace. Uh, we did like an early lunch, and man, I Crystal Palace. I we did three character meals this trip. And Crystal Palace was the best. Um, not just because we, we had an amazing waitress, right? She was so great. The food was mm-hmm. excellent. And we saw so many characters. And they, I mean, they came by the table twice, like each one of them. They were so great with my daughter. Um, it was it was amazing. We, I mean, we had the best time. I don't care how much that lunch cost. I would have paid triple it because it was worth the the memories we got from that my daughter's reaction and you know we were also worried about my daughter dealing with characters right like she's never dealt with these characters before 
And she mm-hmm. couldn't have embraced it more. She loved the characters, loved them, right? So that was a blast, right? We had such a good time at Crystal Palace. Everyone, I like, we just all talked about how great Crystal Palace really was. Um, and then I had snagged us a, I had forgotten to schedule dinner for the, for this day. So um, we actually, last minute, I'd gotten a reservation at Whispering Canyon. Now, the reason why is, why are you laughing at that? So, so your your daughter's first experience on the or like first day, or first full day, you took her to Whispering Canyon. <laughs> that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen. The reason I want I wanted to do that. So my stepfather and my mom love Wilderness Lodge. Absolutely love Wilderness Lodge. They always say that they would just go to Wilderness Lodge and stay there. They would just do a staycation at Wilderness Lodge because they love it. Right. So I was like, okay, well how can I simultaneously get an opportunity to take my daughter on one of the boats? You know, cause she wants to go on all the transportation methods, right? So we'll go on a boat. We'll also get to go to, to, uh, to wilderness lodge. And then we can also have dinner, right? So whispering Canyon was the answer. And listen, we, we had a great time. Uh, she was not freaked out by it at all. Um, our waitress was not in full mess with us mode. Kind of, you know, she was mm-hmm. messing with us a little bit, but she was mostly, you know, she was being funny and just not like, pulling pranks on us or anything like that just being sassy and that kind of thing and you know they weren't doing the um she told us they're not doing the uh the thing anymore where they the kids ride around on uh the um the wooden horses horses. yeah so she said though it wasn't like a pandemic thing that it was that disney was getting sued over the use of the song that they were using for that segment and i was like (laughs) i don't know if that's true i had not heard this but okay i'll believe you waitress um but you know so it was you know it was fairly low-key outside of the ketchup piece so she really wasn't getting freaked out by anything they were doing you know they were still doing the ketchup they're still doing the sassiness and all that uh but you know they're doing all you can eat skillets uh which you know were actually fantastic i i there was a barbecue you know they were like kind of barbecue like kind of deals you know with like mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and uh and a variety of meats and that was really Mm -hmm. good uh, so we all had really enjoyed our meals at Whispering Canyon. Had a great time. Went back to the room. My daughter went to sleep. We all just hung, <laughs> you know, because like this is not. It's a different trip with a four and a half year old, and we really had to kind of take cues from her. Especially she was. She decided she. You know, my daughter's still at a point where she's napping every day, but we're getting towards the tail end of that, and we thought maybe that we could get away from napping on this trip. But right around the time that she usually <laughs> naps, she turned into a monster. So, <laughs> and I mean a monster. My daughter is like an extraordinarily sweet kid. And like, you know, that's all a daycare teacher says is like the sweetest kid. And she was just getting like mean, <laughs> you know, she was mm-hmm. getting mean to me. And so I was like, this is not her personality at all. And it also didn't help too, that my, my brother-in-law and my sister were also staying with us, but were not at the parks with us most days. Right. So they were mostly staying at the, at the resort. And, my sister, my uh, daughter sees my brother-in-law as like, he's the, the fun uncle, you know? And so mm-hmm. like, whenever we did get back to the room for a midday break, she wanted to play with him instead of taking a nap, which I think really kind of messed us up a little bit. Not his fault or, or her fault. It just, you know, she was just very excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was that day. Next day we go to Epcot. I wake up early uh, and I, well, I mean, we were going to rope drop anyway, right? So we, we did the rope drop anyway. Um, and, but I, I got up and I did the, um, I did the, uh, the, the, the virtual queue for cosmic rewind. Um, so Mm -hmm. I got that done. Um, and then 
uh, I, she got group 97. So it was just my wife that was going to ride it, was going to ride Cosmic Rewind, right? So um, group 97, she got called sometime in the early afternoon. I'm trying to remember what time it was. It was probably one or two o'clock, something like that. Um, she loved it. She said it was the coolest and maybe best coaster she's ever been on. So, you know, people All people right. will vary with their, their, you know, she's been on a lot of coasters. She loves roller coasters. So she said it's like nothing she's ever been on before. And it was awesome and fun. And yeah, she just had a great time with it. So, but anyway, so we rope drop. Uh, we did, uh, what did we rope drop? Oh my gosh. I want to say that we rope dropped. What did, did we rope drop Ratatouille? that day i don't think we did hmm. or maybe we didn't rope drop this day i think we might have slept in a little bit <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i'm trying to remember because this is you know this is a while ago now this was uh like two weeks ago um but we did you know soren which my daughter went on soren and she really liked it the f- the funny part is um my stepdad doesn't really like heights and like motion simulators and mm-hmm. so he was like, I didn't like it. And my daughter being adorable, she goes, she goes, grandpa, she goes, don't worry. It's just pretend. <laughs> she goes, Aww. if you get, and she goes, if you get scared, close your eyes. Cause that's what I, t- I told her. Right. So yeah. she, it just was funny that she was imparting that on him. But, um, but yeah, so she, she loved Soren. She said it was super fun. She had a great time with it. Um, we did living with the land. We did finding Nemo. We did spaceship birth. Uh, you know, we kind of hung around that area because we uh, were going to have lunch at Coral Reef, which we had never mm-hmm. eaten at Coral Reef before because we'd always heard kind of like mixed things about Coral Reef, right? About like food and stuff, right? Yeah. So we had lunch there and um, honestly, the view was amazing. It's a really nice restaurant. It's it's very pretty. It is very small, though. It's a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Um, but, you know, you get a really great view of the of the uh, fish and, you know, the sharks and stingrays and stuff. And like, so, you know, my daughter got endless entertainment out of that. Um, <laughs> but food was good. How was the food? Yeah, food was good. No, the food was yep. good. I, you know, my only problem with the food was, right, if you're like a non-fish eater, not a lot of options. In fact, there's like one option, basically. Right. <laughs> At, there, there was like two, right? So like, but I'm, I don't really eat beef either. So like there was like a steak of some sort that you could get. But again, I'm not really my jam. So then there was like a, a chicken. Uh, it was like a Cajun chicken pasta, right? The problem was the Cajun chicken pasta had like mushrooms in it. And I don't do mushrooms. I hate mushrooms. And so I was like, <laughs> hey, can I not have mushrooms in this? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, it's kind of mixed in with the she's, Cajun. She's like, stuff, she's like, yeah. it's the only thing. She goes, this that dish is the only one we can't modify. And I'm like, oh, great. Thanks. So she's like, <laughs> she's like, but the mushrooms are big. You can pick them out. I was like, all right, fine. So it was fine. But all the food was good. We we actually really enjoyed our food there. Um, so then we we kind of went back after that. Like, uh, you know, my daughter was really having a hard time. So we well, first we went and we met with Anna and Elsa. We we did the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. We really didn't do much else in the World Showcase really at all. Um, we really just went to meet Anna and Elsa because the wait was kind of short. So we just went and did that. And then we went back to the room and when we went back to the room, my wife decided that she wanted to stay back with my daughter. She was tired because we were going to go back. Um, so they kind of just did some like quick service. Like, I think they just got like uh, some food from the room and then just kind of like got like some sandwiches from the pool bar. Cause the pool bar is closer than the other one. And they just have sandwiches. It's fine. Right. You know, if you mm-hmm. just want to get a quick meal. Right. So, but I, my mom really wanted to go back and do some food and wine stuff. So I was like, all right. So my mom and I went, had a little, you know, excursion, just the two of us. Went back to Epcot, you know, had some food and wine. You know, we got some Brazilian cheese bread. 
We got some of that mac and cheese I got last year with the brisket and the burnt ends in it. That was really good. Um, we got some of the um, the pasta stuff that's over at, uh, at which I think that was the favorite between the two of us was the uh, it's like um, oh, I guess I forget what it's called, but it's over in the Germany pavilion. Um, it's like a it's like a noodle dish with like some like cheese on top and like it's just so good. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> I also I also had poutine, uh, real poutine, Trevor. I promise. It had the had the curds on it. it had the the gravy. Mm-hmm. It, it was good. It was really good. It had the squeak. It, there was some squeak. There was squeak going yeah. on. We had squeak. Yeah. Okay, so that's you gotta important. Have the squeak. Gotta have the yeah. squeak. Yeah. So <laughs> after I ate all this, I was feeling rather ill. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but you know that was our dinner for the night. My and my mom really wanted to do that, and so we we enjoyed kind of a nice walk around. And it really wasn't that busy. Um, you know when we did food and wine November of last year, we were there on a weekend, and it was like right at the end of food and wine. And man, it was like mobbed. It might as well have been Christmas, right? Like, um, but this time it was not mobbed at all. And, you know, it wasn't like a frat party. There weren't people puking in the bushes like last time. Like it was, you know, it was a lot more relaxed and, and a nice night. The weather was really nice that night. Um, oh, another general observation that I didn't say. We did not have rain a single day we were there. Not one day, not even for a second, which is crazy, especially with the length of time that we were there. You usually get at least one like afternoon shower or something. We did not have a drop of rain the entire trip, which is pretty incredible. So I can't complain too much <laughs> about that. Yeah. I mean, okay, it was yeah. hot though. It was miserably hot. It was like, yeah, you know, I, I think that that post hurricane weather, right? Like I, we found the same thing too. It was crazy hot after yeah. the hurricane when we went. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, that also kind of informed on our strategy too, of, you know, like going back midday, cause we were all just kind of hot and tired and sweaty and we needed a break, you know? So, mm-hmm. and, and because it didn't rain, like I said, didn't rain at all. Temperatures were good for most days, like towards the end of the trip, it got really hot again. So like the first half of the trip, it was like mid eighties, which was tolerable. And then at the end of the trip, it got to like low 90s and super humid. And that was uh, that got a little rough. So but we enjoyed our Epcot time. We did not do Ratatouille or Frozen that day um, because they just they, it was the only two things that had long lines. You know, we did Spaceship Earth and all the other stuff mm-hmm. that we want to do. We did Cosmic Rewind, all that stuff we did. My, my wife got the hoodie that we were we were uh, drooling over a couple weeks ago. Trevor, the, uh, you know, the, the, the figment <laughs> one. Yeah, there was a lot there. Yeah. So I think you're going to be good when you go on your trip. Um, you, you should be able to get some stuff. Uh, there was, you know, they had a, lo- a good stock of things. So good. I'm All right. Good. So <laughs> day four, which is the, f- the end of the first half of the trip, right? So I, I think I told everybody here, I have two halves of this trip. The first half was my family was spending time with us. The second half was my wife's family. So this is the last park day for my family. We rope dropped again at seven 30. I will tell you Hollywood studios was the one place where this was a problem to go to early morning magic or the early early morning hours right so why i say this right they let everybody through the gates and including people that were not resort guests could go through security before 7 30 right they did not start and then they you know they do this thing where they check your magic band to make sure that you're eligible for the early morning hours right for the extra hours and then you have to go through the regular gates the problem was there was so many people there that morning. And because of the way that Hollywood studios is laid out, we were there at like seven 15 and the gates didn't open till seven 30 to get you actually through, you know, the gates to the, to the street. But it took so long to get through the front gates, like to just to scan our magic man, to get into the gate. 
it that by the time we got through it, it was already like 745. So it's like you just wasted right. half the time just trying to get through the gates. It's a different situation at like Magic Kingdom and the other ones because they they scan your band like so after they do it after you already go through the gates. Right. So like Magic Kingdom, you go through the gates, you walk down Main Street. They basically funnel everybody to the right of the hub and and they have a bunch of people scanning bands over there. And then you go over and do whatever you're going to do. Same thing at Epcot. They they funnel everybody to the to one side and they they scan your bands and you're already through the gates at that point. Hollywood Studios wasn't doing that and it was a real problem. And I don't know why they weren't doing it. Maybe they just couldn't do it operationally, but it just it it really made that time completely wasted in the morning. So regardless, we went straight to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, waited for like 20 minutes or so, which was not bad, obviously. Um, my daughter loved it. Um, she was really into it. She also really liked, you know, we did Toy Story Mania, Swirling Saucers. Uh, she really liked that. Right around the afternoon when she was starting to get tired, we did the Disney Junior Dance Party, which she liked but was tired and didn't want to do it. So, but that was my <laughs> first experience doing that. And um, it was interesting, I will say, to say the least. It was interesting. And I definitely great for kids my daughter's age. But unfortunately, she just was kind of out of it at that point. So, whatever. Anyway. So we also, though, we decided to ride the Skyliner to the to Caribbean Beach and back because my daughter was like all about the Skyliner just when we drove in. Like she saw it and she was like, what's that? I want to do that. And we were like, yeah. all right, <laughs> like, I want to do that, too. Like, so, yeah. yeah, let's do that. Right. So um, and it's funny because we were talking to a couple from uh, from from the UK in line for Mickey and Minnie's. And um, I think this was the second part of the trip, and uh, and and, the, and uh, we were going through all the things that they could do at Hollywood Studios, and and I said, uh, I said, oh yeah, the Skyliner, and the woman from the UK, she goes, oh, I thought that was transportation. We're like, it is, but it's also a ride. <laughs> like you know, it's yeah. also yeah, it's a ride. Great views, and it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did that, and my daughter enjoyed po- pointing out all the characters she saw in each one of the you know each one of the buckets going by. So that was fun for her too. Um, so we left, took a break, came back, did uh, dinner, early dinner at Sci-Fi. I think our reservation was like 3.45. So it was like lunch dinner. It was still considered lunch, actually, at that point. It was the lunch menu, but whatever. Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. Sci-Fi, Sci-Fi was great. They have a fairly new menu there. And honestly, all of us, it was our favorite meal that we had had the entire trip so far at Sci-Fi, which is crazy to say, because most people are just like, Sci-Fi is for the atmosphere, not for the food. But the food was great. Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I go off of my last meal there and I was, you know, it was eh, like it wasn't wasn't the best food. But yeah, if they've changed it, that's, that's I mean, good. it's mostly just burgers and fries. But I mean, they were really good right. burgers and really good fries. Like, so, <laughs> you know, but we had a great time there. Uh, we did. We waited a little while to, to meet Mickey and Minnie. And then we rode the Skyliner again, um, you know, because why not? Right. Just ride the Skyliner again. And it was actually really windy that day, too. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, really didn't couldn't tell in the Skyliner. And honestly, it was cooler in the Skyliner uh, uh, gondolas than it was uh, on the ground because you had a nice breeze coming in there constantly. It was it felt really good. So. So that ends the park days for our first half. We did day five. We did a pool day, spent most of the day in the pool, um, you know, just kind of hanging out in the pool. She, my daughter really enjoyed uh, being in that pool. Um, we did, uh, you know, did do some hot tub and stuff. So I, you know, my. My daughter, you know, it's she's four and a half, right? So like she's walked for five minutes and be like, Daddy, my legs are tired. And I'm like, you've been walking for literally five minutes. And the rest of the time you've been in your <laughs> stroller. Like there's no way your legs are tired. So half the time she was on my shoulders or I was carrying her. So by like day five, my back and my shoulders were like shot. 
just shot <laughs> right like yeah so so we went I to the feel, pool yeah, yeah so we there. went to the pool man and i i was like i need to go to the hot tub for a while and you know look like a weirdo trying to get my right shoulder into one of the jets or something and you know like just like lay in there weirdly so i could try to get my shoulder in order which actually my shoulder still screwed up um so my parents and my my sister and my brother-in-law they left early in the evening like maybe like three or four o'clock so we were like we had reserved you know we have annual passes and my daughter we had done enough park tickets for every day that we were going to be there like because you know add an extra day on once you get past eight days is like 20 bucks so like we were like all right Mm -hmm. just do it right so we decided we went to magic kingdom we just went back to magic kingdom randomly um and then we i was said to i said to my wife i was like where should we have dinner she's like why don't we just go to cosmic rays and get like you know hot dog and a sandwich and i was like "Eh, it's fine you know whatever Cosmic Rays is fine. It's nothing special, but we just needed something to eat, you know, that was going to be quick. And and it was. It was quick. It was easy. It was fine. Uh, so we ate there. Uh, we went to uh, we went and then we decided we were going to go get d- dessert at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. So we, of course, you know, went and got dessert there, which was great. My daughter enjoyed that. Then we were going to go and like do a couple rides and my daughter fell asleep. So <laughs> like literally she just passed out and we were like, all right, we're calling it a day. Yep. <laughs> so let's get out of here. You know, she, she like legit, like had ice cream passed out. So, which is fine. Right. All right. So let me, we're an hour into this. I want to read our ad really quickly. And then <laughs> I, was, we'll, I was wondering if we wanted to break for this or yeah, let's yeah. do that. And I'm going to speed up the rest of my trip here. So I'm not rambling yeah. on forever. I'll do highlights for the rest of the trip. So, okay. Um, so this week we have Monera. Uh, Monera, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with the highest terms available at 12 years, the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their quick online quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to ManeraFinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Now the moment everyone two. every now the moment everyone's been waiting for. Peppa Pig theme park. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so so stupid me, I looked at the park times at one point of when they open, and I thought it was 9 a.m. It was actually 10 a.m., which I did not discover until we were already on their way there. <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you put in google maps and google maps goes this place might be closed uh at the time yeah. that you're going and i was like oh really that would be weird so i looked up my phone and i was like oh man like they don't open till 10 and we're already on our way it's like an hour and, and change away so i was like all right well i said to my wife i was like all right you want to stop and get breakfast so we stopped at a random cracker barrel i don't know if you're familiar with cracker barrel yeah i, I know what cracker barrel is yeah <laughs> so we stopped yeah. at a random cracker barrel got some pancakes went on our mm-hmm. way so I'm going to say this about Peppa Pig, right? Lego, it's it's part of Legoland, right? And it's like, it's a little more than an hour from Disney property. It's only because of traffic, really, because it's not even that many like miles away. It's like 30 or 40 miles away at the most. I, I felt like I was driving into a local theme park when I drove into it, which when I think of Legoland, mm-hmm. Legoland is owned by, I think it's Merlin is the company. And they're like the second largest, uh, in a, like a amusement park company, they're they're bigger than Universal, right? So I, I expected a little more. You know what I mean? Like driving in was like driving up to the little toll booth was just like a nondescript toll booth. There was no like banner that said "Welcome to Legoland" or you know none of that. 
I'm, it was uh, just I'm yeah. just envisioning you know National Lampoon Vacation when yeah. they go to Wally like I, that's yeah that's much. all I'm picturing in my head as you're describing this. yeah it was it just reminded me of that like it didn't feel I and maybe I'm just being spoiled by Disney and their their you know attention to theming and stuff but like you know I'm just driving down a nondescript road with nondescript walls and a nondescript toll booth you know I could have been anywhere right. Mm-hmm. And so I prepaid for parking, got that taken care of. We part, you know, we got there right at opening, right? And the Peppa Pig park is off to the side, right? So we 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 bought, you know, just for Peppa Pig. And so we didn't go into Legoland, but it has its own separate entrance. It's, you know, it's, it's off mm-hmm. to the side. So we parked, there was nobody there. Now, given it's Thursday morning on a week, you know, so it's a weekday, like just, you know, not during the summertime. So of course we didn't expect a lot of people to be there, which there weren't. Not a lot of people showed up. Um, we literally did all four of the rides within 20 minutes. <laughs> like, There's only done. four rides. There's only four rides. Yes. So it's, it's about the equivalent of like a land visiting a land yes. in Disney. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. but there was literally no lines in any of these. Right. So like, it's just walk on for everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So we walked on to the, there's a dinosaur. There's like a little dinosaur ride that takes you around. There's a little boat ride. Uh, there's, there's a, 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 oh wait, five rides. I should say five rides. Not, not four, five. Right. So, but still, we did them all within 20 minutes. So, and then there's like a uh, little drop tower, you know, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that, like, you know, for kids. And then uh, one of those off the shelf balloon rides, you know. Um, yeah. Again, these are, it, I would say half the rides were, well, two of the rides were off the shelf, like, you know, county fair rides, basically. The other mm-hmm. two, uh, that they just themed to Peppa Pig, which is fine. Like, Disney does the same thing, right? Like, it's, it's fine. Um, the other two were more custom to, I think, Peppa Pig, and I think they were they were cute. I mean, there were nothing, you know. My daughter liked them; they were fine. Then they had their roller coaster, right? So they they had the roller coaster. This is going to be my daughter's first roller coaster. We, she didn't want to go, and then we convinced her to go, and then we rode it four times because she wanted to keep riding it. She loved it, so that was great, right? And the theming was good. I will say though, it again, it made me really <laughs> appreciate Disney because. There was there were some things there that were just not great, right? Like at one point, like my daughter was on one of the rides and I could tell she was not strapped in well. And my daughter was on it. I mean, my wife was on it with her and she said something to the ride operator operator and his response was just kind of like, she's fine. And I'm like, but but <laughs> but no, she's not like, but, you know, whatever. They, it, it was fine. She ended up fine. But but there was also like things weren't marked very well. And what I mean by like, that, like the entrance to the roller coaster we couldn't find it. <laughs> like, and even when we did find it, there was no sign that it was like saying, this is the entrance to the, to the coaster. And we noticed like many people were going up the exit because it looked like the entrance, but it wasn't. And like, it just was very confusing. I saw the most miserable employee I've ever seen in any park anywhere working the roller coaster. Oh, no. Like she's literally just sitting in the booth, looking at the ground, contemplating her life choices. Like, <laughs> like it just was, I mean, the cast member, you know, whatever they call it. Sure, she wasn't on her phone. <laughs> no, she wasn't, but she might as well have been because she. I mean, but she looked miserable to be there. But I mean, everybody Just in was another nice. place. Yeah, everybody was nice. <laughs> like it was fine. It's a cute little place, you know. Like it, my daughter loved it. There was a sandbox she played in for a little while. You know, there was. We got you know went to the store and we didn't eat there. We ended up not eating there, um, but. We, uh, you know, we did a bunch of stuff there, but we were done in two hours and then we were out, you know, like it took us longer to get there round trip, you know, than it did to actually be there. So, but my daughter loved it and that's all that matters. Like, I don't even care 
about anything else. Like she had a great time. Mm-hmm. So it was fine. So then my wife's family comes, they get here. No problems. Right. They, they show up. No problem. Uh, without any issue. And then, you know, we had dinner at Sanaa that night. We didn't have any park plans. We just, we just did dinner at Sanaa right in the hotel. Excellent. As always, one of the best wait- waitresses I've ever had at Disney was at this restaurant. Insanely knowledgeable, like gave us every single detail about the dish, like the cultural background of the dish, the spices that are in it, the spice level, like really, really, really knowledgeable about all of the food on that menu and just really attentive. Excellent. I mean, Sanaa's great. If you've never been to Sanaa, Trevor, you got to go to Sanaa. It's just so good. I, but, I will convince the family to go to Sanaa at some point. Yes. <laughs> it's so it's so great. You know, we did the bread service, of course, and, you know, did the whole thing. And it's just it's a great restaurant. We We always have a great experience there. But I mean, it was awesome. So. Let's see. I'm just going to do highlights now, right? So mm-hmm. day seven, we again, we did the same rope drop. Um, we uh, had lunch at ABC Commissary, which was actually really good. Um, we all had really good food there. I, the interesting thing there, though, was that they wouldn't let us go inside until our mobile order was ready, which was something that they were doing during the pandemic. But I didn't. Most of the restaurants are not still doing it. ABC Commissary was, which was actually not a bad thing because it's almost impossible to find seating there if it's just a free-for-all. So it was kind of nice to just, you know, not not have a ton of people in there, be able to find a, a seat immediately. Um, they were letting people in to order manually, but the guy outside was like, if you do mobile order right now, it'll take five minutes. If you go and stand in line, it'll take 20. So, like, you know, mostly everybody was doing mobile order. Don't don't say that too loud because a lot of people don't realize that mobile order is way faster. It's the way to do it. Standing yeah. in line. Although we ended up standing outside for like ten minutes, and at one point the guy was like, "Oh wow, it's taking a long time for you guys." I'm like, "Yeah, we'd like to go sit down and eat. We're all hungry." You know, like. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that night we had dinner at Fifties Prime Time. Fifties uh, always a great time. Um, I will say, probably the worst table location we've ever had. It felt like they shoved us in a back corner, but it was fine. Uh, you know, it was, it is what it is. The food was great. Uh, our waitress was, was great. Um, you know, we had some good conversations with people around us. Uh, they, their dessert menu was so good. Like there was every, I wanted to eat everything on the dessert menu. Like, but we ended up getting a grasshopper bar, which was like minty and all sorts of delicious, you know? Mm-hmm. So we did yep. a lot of good stuff though. We did frozen. We walked through star Wars. We did Skyliner again. We, we, we actually did the Skyliner all the way to Epcot and back. Um, because we wanted to do a little bit of a longer ride for my daughter. So, so next day we, we go to Epcot. Um, and this is when the parks start getting really busy, right? So, cause we're, we're approaching a holiday weekend now, right? It's a Friday before a holiday weekend. It's, it's busy, right? So I decided to go and get genie plus this time. We rope drop Ratatouille we waited probably 30 minutes after we, uh, rope dropped Ratatouille. We went on it. We actually stopped and had breakfast in the crepe restaurant. We actually sat down and ate in the crepe, which I didn't realize it was like a actual like you get seated kind of place. I thought it was more of oh. like, a, yeah, I didn't realize that because yeah. uh, I had not been in there. But yeah, it's like a get seated, have a waitress kind of place. It was actually kind of nice to just kind of sit in the morning, like, you know, because I'm like always I want to go, go, go. Like, I don't want to waste time sitting here eating this lunch, this uh, breakfast. But it was nice to sit there. Everybody had, you know, some good crepes. We all had different stuff. I, I had a... Uh, banana caramel one which was really good all the food was good everybody was nice it was it was good um so you know we did we did everything that uh this time we did you know more stuff like we did soren again we did living with the land we did frozen this time uh which you know 
I, I posted in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, I pictured I posted a picture of my daughter, the the ride picture uh, on Frozen of us going down the hill. And Trevor, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen this yet, it's my favorite picture from the whole trip because it's a look of sheer terror on my daughter's face <laughs> right before we go I, down the hill. Uh, I miss this somehow, yeah. so I'm going to go look at this yeah, right I, now as you're talking about it. <laughs> I don't want to post it in the wider group because you know I, I don't necessarily want to throw my daughter out there, but. Um, I did it in the Discord because it's a much smaller group, but it's my daughter basically just has a look of abject terror on her face, um, which is you know I, it sounds funny that bad that I'm laughing at it, but it was it was very cute and and you know she ended up being okay with the ride and liking it. My daughter also has a hard time with loud sounds, so she uh, often if she hears a one loud sound, she'll kind of cover her ears, and so she's covering her ears and also just has these big wide eyes like oh my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you find it, you'll laugh. But we did Grand Fiesta tour. We did Spaceship Earth. Uh, we did you know Turtle Talk. We did Finding Nemo. Uh, we used, I think, we used Genie Plus for about three things. No joke, Trevor. We used Genie Plus for Living with the Land. And now you might say, really? why would you do that, Tom? Uh, well, first of all, we used it for Soren, right? And as soon as we got into Soren, we noticed that Living with the Land was like a forty-minute wait, which tells you how busy it was this day. And we didn't even do Figment because Figment was like a 35, 40-minute wait. Yeah. So you know it's busy when Figment's anything over a 15-minute wait, right? Like, mm-hmm. So we did um, – I was just like, okay, well, there's an immediate availability for Living with the Land. If we want to do that, let's just pop that up. And so that's what we did. And, you know, so – and we probably – I think we used it for Soren, Living with the Land, Spaceship Earth uh, are like the three things we used it for that day. So, I mean, you know, we felt like we got good use out of it because we didn't have to wait too long. But Trevor, you're not going to like the next part of what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> okay. We had lunch at Garden Grill, and it was not great. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. So here's what happened. First of all, we had to wait for, I think we waited almost 30 minutes after our reservation time. We were there early. You can check into reservations on the app now, right? So mm-hmm. you can like check into your reservation, and then they'll, you know, they send you a text and uh, also, you know, like an alert through the app. But we're standing there, and it's like, I think our reservation was for like maybe 12.30, and it's like 1 o'clock, and we're still not seated. And I like, you know, I go over to the desk, and I'm like, hey, like, we're all really hungry. Like, you know, we're standing here waiting for 30 minutes. Like, what's going on here? And we're seeing empty tables, too. So we're like getting a little annoyed, you know? Um mm-hmm. But once we finally got seated, listen, the characters were great. The ambiance of the place was great. I, th- I would say the food wasn't bad. It was just the least favorite of our meals from all the other ones we had. Um, it was just okay. I mean, it, w- it wasn't as good as that, the last time. That's fair. I mean, considering how many places you've been at this point, I can see where, you know, it, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the, the type of food there is like, yeah, it's it's pretty standard fare food, right? Like. Yeah, it just or, wasn't as good as the last yeah. time we went there, though. Like, the last time we okay. went there, we really liked the food. And, I mean, given that was, like, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Um, but we just didn't love the food this time. It just was – it was just okay. You know, it was fine. So, mm-hmm. the characters were great, though. They came to the table, like, three times. The 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 thing I will say about the restaurant, I feel like it's hard that it's all you can eat because the tables are so tiny. And, like, when you have – we you know, we had – five of us at the table so it was like we had no room on the table and then there was like the characters kept coming as we were trying to eat because they come by so quickly but listen i'm not going to complain that much the characters were great she had a great time with all of them they were they were you know really interacting with her really well my daughter got a kick out of the fact that the whole restaurant's you know turned she loved that Mm -hmm. 
Um, but the food was just, you know, not as good as we remembered it. So hopefully it's better when you go, but it just was, it was just okay. Okay. So, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not going to be perfect every time. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's fine. And then we had a, uh, we ordered pizza for dinner. Actually, we went back to the room. We ordered pizza and we get uh, pizza from uh, flippers. And I don't know if everybody's had flippers, but pretty good. It's, you know, decent pizza. We've had it a couple times down there. So, all right. Then we did magic kingdom again. It was a very busy day. Um, this is the day that, uh, I had a, uh, <laughs> all right. I I'll admit this. I uh, got a little sassy with a cast member this, <laughs> this day. Oh no. And I'm never that person, right? I'm never that person, but mm-hmm. magic kingdom was crazy, right? Already at, at, at the, during the early hours. Right. And I did not realize, and this is my fault for not knowing this because they do state it on the app and I didn't realize it. We were trying to rope drop Jungle Cruise, but we found out that only Fantasyland and Tomorrowland are open for early hours for resort guests. So everything else is clo- is closed until the park opens. So mm-hmm. I was kind of mad about this because I felt like they should have made that more clear. Like you have to click on several links to get into there. And I'm like, it's just kind of ridiculous that you keep these other places closed when the and you have just some open. I was just mad about that. Right. So. And I was, you know, maybe more mad at myself for not knowing that, but I just, I mean, why would I know that? That's a weird detail to just know that only Fantasyland and Tomorrowland are open for the early resort hours. Like, it just seems dumb to me, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we ended up just still waiting for Jungle Cruise because um, it was a busy day and we were looking at um, Genie Plus and there was like literally nothing available until the afternoon already by the time we looked at it. I mean, it was. It was crazy. So we only waited about 20 minutes for that. But the line got really long, really fast. I think by the time we got in line, it was already over an hour for that. Um, we used Genie Plus this day for Winnie the Pooh. We did Dumbo. We did Small Worlds. We did a bunch of stuff uh, that my daughter really loved. Um, you know, all the things that she liked. So, But I think we did maybe four Genie Plus reservations that day. So we felt like it was worth our time. Um, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. Uh, especially for a half day, you know, like we weren't there the whole day, you know? So, right. um, we of course went back, took a break, came back again. Like we had been doing, we went and we did dinner at chef Mickey's, um, which we had not eaten at chef Mickey's in a long time. I actually didn't realize that chef Mickey's wasn't back to a buffet. I thought they had gone back to a buffet, but they had, they were not, they were doing, you know, the, they were doing the, the, it's the still a buffet family style. Yeah. It's, but it's family style. Yeah. So yeah. they're, they're not back to a regular buffet, which I, for some reason, remember, I, I, Seem to remember them going back to that, but obviously they were not there. I will say, Chef Mickey's the food was good, but it wasn't our favorite either. It was it was still kind of like, I don't know, there was some good stuff there, but it wasn't wasn't our favorite either. Um, but you know, again, I, I've said this many times, like character meals are for the 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 you know atmosphere and for meeting the characters, and you know, as long as the food is good and decent, and you know, then you're fine. I mean, uh, that's kind of how I look at it. But yeah. we took the monorail to get there. Uh, which, you know, my daughter loved, of course, was getting on the monorail, had a fun time with that. Um, and then also to get back to Magic Kingdom too, you know, just going all the way around the loop, you know, went back to Magic Kingdom, did like Dumbo, and then my daughter passed out. So then we left. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. That, that, that seems to be the cue is when, yeah. when your daughter's done, it's okay, pack it up. <laughs> we're out. We're out. Yep, pretty much. Yep. Uh, so last day of their, of, of the second half, we um, we went to Animal Kingdom. We did not road drop on this day. Um, so we actually went to breakfast at Boma, which Boma has what a lot of people consider to be, you know, one of the best breakfast buffets on property. 
we actually went to Boma twice. We went with the first group as well on their last day, and we decided to do it with this group too. Um, and you know, they just have an excellent breakfast buffet. It's so good. Um, but we had a seven thirty reservation there, which is right when they opened. It was the earliest we we. I mean, it was the only one I could get on short notice. So you know, we but we had a great meal there. Had some pog juice, you know. Um, mm-hmm. gotta, gotta have the pog juice. And then we after that we went to the park. My my in laws packed up their stuff. Went to the park around 9 a.m. Super busy day at Animal Kingdom. Like crazy busy. No joke. We did, we, I didn't buy Genie Plus. It was too late by the time we got there. We waited an hour and a half for the safari, which is not something I would typically do. Like I don't wait more than a half hour or 45 minutes for in a line. Like ever. Yeah. You know? But my in-laws no. really wanted to go on the safari and we didn't have any other choice. But no joke, Trevor. And I've never seen this before. The line for the safari was all the way out through Africa on like almost they had like one of the end of line signs and they were like going towards uh, where they have those uh, dancers sometimes like they were when we got mm-hmm. in line, we were almost uh, we were close to uh, the animal, the um, Lion King show. Like that's how far back we were. And they had right. parts of the queue open that I've never even seen before. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like. You know, usually you go on the safari and you're just in that wooded, you know, that the covered part. There's like a yeah. whole other part of the queue, queue that's like it just like uncovered, like in like a landscaped area that I literally never seen before because I've never waited that long for that for that ride. So we waited an hour and a half for the safari. I mean, it was great. We saw a lot of animals. My daughter loved it. Can't complain too much. Now, I, I have to ask, how did she handle being in line that long? Um, miserably. Um, she hated every moment of it. She complained about every five seconds at one point said she had to go (laughs) to the bathroom. So I picked her up and ran through the line and then she barely went. And it was, and then I cut my way back through the line and it was a whole thing. Um, (laughs) yeah, but you know, we, we also, we did bring our tablet, you know, as much as we don't like doing the tablet thing, we did bring her tablet with us for like the lines. So she, and the nice thing about the safari, it's one of the few rides you can bring your stroller through the queue. And then they take yeah. your stroller right towards the end. So she was able to just kind of chill in her stroller and, you know, watch a show on her tablet. And she was fine. Um, then we went. To, so right after the safari, we're like, hey, well, a Lion King show is starting in like a half hour. Why don't we go over there and get in line? Right. This was our second mistake of the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, crazy line for the Lion King show for standby. Great. I mean, if you know where they built the bathrooms, like we, they, again, they had the person with the sign and we were out back by the bathrooms. A cast member came by and said, there's a chance. She goes, there's a chance you might make it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, great. So the, yeah. it's like five minutes to showtime. And finally the standby line starts moving. Right. And so we're moving through and the cast member comes by and she goes, you're about 50, 50 at this point. It's like, Okay. I was like, I know what's going to happen here. We're going to get to the spot where they're letting people in and they're going to stop right at us, right? Like, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, when they're letting lightning lane people in and we're on the standby line and they're like, oh, no, wait, lightning lane people. They let they let the group of two in, but then the group of five is, yep. no, you're, yep. you're done. <laughs> so lines moving, yeah. lines moving. It's now 1130, by the way. The show has started, <laughs> like, but they're still letting standby people in, right? So they get to us and they go, how many in your group? And I say five. They let us in, and then they stopped the people behind us. We were the last people to get in the show. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing, right? (laughs) It's crazy. 
But take but, it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Best part is though they put us in the front row, so we were actually in the front row, which is like the best seats I've ever had for that show. Hmm. So anyway, that was good. Again, though, we just you know it was so busy and so hot that we just were like, let's get out of here. Like so, but we promised my daughter we'd take her on the Triceratops spin thing again because she really wanted to do it. So we went back over there. We rode on that. We had to wait like a half hour for that because that's how busy it was. And we rode that, and then we went back to the resort. We just did a couple things, and then we left. Uh, my in-laws had a fairly early flight, so they, you know, they got themselves to the airport, and then we just had dinner at the at the Mara, and we packed up our stuff, and that that was it. That's the whole trip. All right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You. You obviously. I mean, it's this. Everything you're talking about. You know, th- this is. I, I know you've been back a couple of times, but this sounded like a lot of like pent up, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Waiting to travel. <laughs> kind of stuff that you were doing yeah so yeah three character meals is a little excessive like we probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. do that on any other trip but since you know we had both families coming and we just we just wanted to do all these character things for my daughter and you know so yeah yeah well no i'm I'm glad i'm glad that it worked out you know it sounds like overall you know even with the the dicey start it uh you know it it settled down and you know you know you even you know, having a couple of busy days, like, like you said, you know, you, you, you got, uh, you got at least a few days in each park. Right. So yeah, 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 that's, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't do everything we wanted to do, but again, we're going to be back. I will say like in a lot of ways, it was the perfect trip, right? Like, so we didn't have any bad weather besides the hurricane, of course, but that wasn't while we were in the park. Right. So we didn't have any bad Mm -hmm. weather. Nobody got sick. Like, you know, almost always somebody grabs a cold or something. Um, only one person in our, in our party got sick and that was after they got home. So like they started feeling bad after they got home. Um, Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, and they, they actually got COVID from, from Disney as well, but nobody, nobody else in the party did. The rest of us were fine. So who knows? But outside of that, (laughs) everybody else was perfectly healthy and we were good. I mean, I, it couldn't have gone better in that regard, right? Like all the things that could go wrong on vacation, like considering the shaky start to the whole thing, like it couldn't have gone better, really. So well, good. I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's all you can ask for, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Okay, Any questions well, about my vacay? I was, I just talked for an hour and a half, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um. No, no. So not immediately. And actually, so so here's the fun part. You know, we talked about this before we started recording. Is that you know, you just got back and I'm now in full planning mode for my trip. So I've kind of been taking mental notes here on the side as you were talking about, you know, oh, I, you know, I should look at this thing. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm definitely, uh, you know, back to your point about uh, Amazon, you know, you know, I know it sounds like your experience was an exclusive one, <laughs> but I think it was, uh, I think it was a one off, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But I, I still think I'm probably gonna, I, I've done orders through Instacart in the past and I think I'll probably stay with that for, uh, yeah. for my stuff, but, uh, and that should be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, you know, um, my thinking is, you know, I'm I'm going to take some of, or I'm going to take back some of the stuff you're talking about, and we can talk about my planning next week. I think, yeah, because yeah. that's going to be, you know, I'm I'm really, you know, looking at the stuff right now, and um, yeah. In the meantime, why don't we talk through some DVC news and close off this episode? Yeah, because yeah, you know, this it was. That was a great report, you know. Thank you. you know, thank you for, for well, laying all that out. <laughs> one last thing, Trevor. I did, when we yeah. were on the monorail, I did get a very good look at the construction at the Poly. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the cool things I noted, you know, in them doing this is that they were moving, uh, you know, because Disney will move trees. 
there is a yep. gigantic tree that is on that property that they were in the process of moving. And it was very cool to see how they were doing that. <laughs> um, so, so that was over near the Luau, right? Where they're yeah. building the new yeah, building? Yeah, that, okay. that building's yeah. gone. It's a dirt pit now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's dirt. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you'll you get a good view of it. But yeah, there there's, you know, work is full steam ahead over there. So. All right. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's talk some DVC news. Um, so th- this first one, um, so DVC announces the first ever meet and treat. Last um, minute, man! What a last minute yeah, thing for them to do. The, I, I've noticed this is a bit an, a bit of a pattern lately with yep. Disney or with DVC in particular. Is that it seems like they're they're setting things up, but it's very like haphazard yeah, it, and last minute. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're trying, but they're they're not getting enough lead time on these things. So what this is is that uh, DVC members can visit the Atlantic Dance Hall in uh, uh, the Boardwalk. Yeah. Um. For, uh. And there there's four nights for this. So um, uh, October 21st, October 22nd, the 28th and the 29th. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, hold on. I'm just reading further down here. Yeah. It's like so a, up, to five, yeah, up to five people per DVC membership can get in. So kind of like, I guess kind of like moonlight magic, but um, yeah. the, the thing about this is, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a mini Halloween party. Right. So, so basically they're just, you know, you know, they're offering something that, uh, um, I assume, yeah, there'll, yeah, there'll be character photos and Halloween treats, you know, you know, same as you would get at, uh, you know, going to a Halloween party, but, um, they're doing it specifically for DVC members. And of course it's not at a park. It's, uh, will be in a, the, the Atlantic dance hall is, you know, it's kind of like a convention center thing, right? Like it's just a big, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big event. It's space. only from so, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. We should note too. It's only a two-hour program. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So so yeah, I guess if you happen to be there at the end of October for and have two hours free. <laughs> um, Listen, honestly, sure. if this yeah. were going on while I was there, I would have done it. It sounds like a cool yeah. little event. Like you know, I'll always they always did that uh, with Christmas where they'd have like a like an event you could just go to and they have would like give away free stuff. And like, it seems like those kinds of things are coming back and it's great to see that they're doing something like this. Even if they did do it last minute, it is still nice to see. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's yeah. It's, it's nice that it's starting to come back. I just, uh, the hard part for me is, you, you know, like I'm there two weeks after the last one, which is, you know, it, do- it doesn't really matter. Like, like you said, you know, it's kind of one of those, if you're there and it happens to line up, you know, go for it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess my, my only comment is, yeah, doing the last minute thing feels as DVC, you know, they say we can plan up to 11 months out. And so if you're booking stuff 11 months out, you have no idea what's going on. And, and, you know, it's, it's frustrating if it's like, oh, you missed something by a week because you didn't know that it was going on. Right. Like that's, that's that's my only gripe about this kind of stuff is, uh, you know, I just, I wish that, that, or I hope they'll get better at, at, uh, giving a little more notice on it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, last minute or not though, it's, it's good that they're doing this kind of stuff and maybe they'll do a a holiday one this year too. Yeah. Probably not the beginning of November when I'm there, of course. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. 
At least, listen, at least you're still going to have food and wine, though. So that's good news. That's for you. true. So, yeah, yeah, we, we, or yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that more next week, but we have been doing some planning around that. So, oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, good. Yeah. Well, and you have a Space 220, too, right? Well, we'll talk about it more, right? We but, do. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for you to yeah. go to. Sp- I'm really excited for you to go to Space 220. I think you're going to really enjoy it. So yeah, we we will. Like I said, we'll we'll talk about that in depth yeah. next week for sure. Um, moving down the list here, so so these uh, the Boulder Ridge refurb villas. Yeah. yeah, these look a lot better than I thought they were going to. <laughs> they look awesome to me, and I've yeah. stayed at Boulder Ridge before, and I mean it's well known. I've said this on many yeah. times in the show that um, Wilderness Lodge is one of my favorite resorts, and it's it's probably is my favorite resort and we would love to stay at boulder ridge more the one time we stayed there it was in need of a refurb and and these new designs look awesome i, I i'm loving mm-hmm. this it's very modern and like before it was very like i want to say rustic is probably the good way to, to call it yeah but this, it, they, they, yeah they've cleaned it up a lot more right oh like, yeah it's, yeah yeah and they're gonna have the pull down beds, which I I yeah. like. I hope they put them in every room because I've slept on the I've slept on the couch bed and I slept on the pull down beds, and it is a very big difference in comfort levels. So totally. Yeah. I mean, I I had one when I stayed at the Poly um, back in May. Like we, had, I had the pull down bed, and yeah, I I had a look at it, and yeah, it was definitely way better than the than the couch one they had previously. I, I was just looking at the comments on this article on dvcnews.com and, and one person said, mm-hmm. I have to say, I quite love it. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I, I like I, I keep looking at these pictures and like there there's so much I feel like oh, they, they really yeah. stepped up on the artwork. Yeah. Like there there's a lot of really cool artwork, like like almost like cells from uh from like it, it looks like something from a from a Disney or like from an older Disney cartoon. I also like that they did the, uh, um, what are the the marquee posters? Yes, the, I love the fake destination posters. I would put those in my house. Whispering Canyon and yes. Big Basin. So yeah, like those are those are cool. I like those a lot. I would a hundred percent. That's the exact kind of thing that I have in my house. And I would if they sold those, I would a hundred percent put them in my house. And I mean, and, even just the little pull down bed underneath the. Uh, the TV, like the design there with the the woods, I mean, it's great. Um, it's all the way down. It's like the last picture, and mm-hmm. um, you know, also like the the pillows, like looking like. I mean, it's really well done. It's modern, but I think that they're doing a really great job with the detail here. There, there is also a West Coast shout out in with the drapes, Grizzly Peak. Uh, yeah, Grizzly Peak, which is yeah. uh, Grizzly River Run. The, like yeah. that. That's that rock that looks like a bear is that is like the top of grizzly river run in California adventure. So it's kind of cool that they're the, you know, you know, wilderness lodge and grand Californian are kind of like, like their sister resorts, right? Like yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're very much tied together. So it's cool that they're, you know, they're acknowledging that and playing it into, into the decor in Boulder Ridge. So. Yeah, and by the way, if you're a DVC member and you get Disney Files magazine, these pictures are actually in Disney Files. So you can that's yes. where the pictures so, come from. So check that out there. Yeah. Mine I haven't gotten the or I know like Disney Files comes out and I usually get it like a week or two later, later than everybody yeah. else. So yeah. Mine is sitting in the envelope on my table still. So I, I just haven't opened it yet, but I actually want to show it to my wife because we like I said, we love Wilderness Lodge. So this might be a mm. catalyst for us to spend more time there. So Right. 
I said, and I think the the funny thing is that, and you you probably saw um, before you went on your trip. I sent you pictures of you know me staying in Canmore. Oh yeah, Alberta. yeah, yeah. And it, it, like I know what you mean about you want to stay there. For me, like I like this, but it's still not enough for me to stay there because, as you saw, you know, we literally stay in a town that is like entirely themed like it's Wilderness that, yeah. Lodge. So exactly, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Or rather, it's it's actually the other way around. Is Wilderness Lodge is themed after a lot of those like uh, mountain towns and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I put this next item on here selfishly, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why in a second. So it, the Encanto uh, bus wrap debuts at Walt Disney World. I was okay. This is true. All right. So we got to ride on this bus the first day it was out there, and it's actually I think we got one of the first rides on this bus. Um, I It's wow. funny because I had read about it, right? And my daughter loves Encanto and we're sitting there waiting for the bus to come. And what pulls up is the Encanto bus. And <laughs> I know, right? And so, and uh, and this was, as far as I know, I believe this was the first day it was in service and it was like seven o'clock in the morning. So I'm assuming we got one of the first rides on this bus. So I, I just selfishly wanted to put it on there because we got yeah. to ride on it. So <laughs> Tom calls first. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to call them yeah. some favors, and uh, they uh, they made it happen for me. And I was just kidding, but you know, yeah, it was cool. I was very I was very excited about it, and we were excited to get to ride on it. It was you know, it was mm-hmm. it was cool. It was cool to see that in the news, and then all of a sudden to show up at my uh, at my resort. So, <laughs> um, okay, then Fantasmic is now returning to Disney Hollywood Studios in November 2022, and this is just has to have you on edge, Trevor, because they did uh, did not announce the official date, so you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, so so the here's the hard part with this, and and my my family and I we did talk about this, and we all came to a, a an agreement is that if it works out that we happen to be you know at Epcot or you you know cl- close enough that we could go over and watch Fantasmic, and you know we'll do that. You know if if they announce that you know hey it's coming back like you know you know when we're there, great. But I'm not going to go out of my way to see this this trip like i i will not cancel other plans to do this because we do have other things scheduled like if if the first night they do it is the night that we're going to the christmas party no i'm like phantasmic can wait till my next trip is my thinking oh wow but okay i i i do yes i i I do not like the fact that they're saying november which you know that could mean last week in november we're there at the beginning of november right and and you know as we're creeping through october here um, you know, we're getting closer and closer. I, you know, there's still a chance they could announce something, but you know, if we get to the last week of October and they haven't really said anything yet, um, I'm just going to write it off. And, 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 you know, this is all just, you know, mean setting good expectations for myself and not, not overhyping it to the point where I get disappointed. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, so I hope for your if, sake, if it works out, you. yeah, but yeah. yeah, if it works out great, if it doesn't, um, uh, you know, we're fine with seeing it next trip. It, and the other thing too is, you, you know, it's uh, I, okay. It, it, even if we happen to be there the first day, I, and it, I don't even know if I would want to go because right when it reopens, it'll be busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's the that's part of the problem too is that you know if if it's brand new again, there's a lot of hype around it. There's a lot more yeah. people there than I necessarily want to tolerate. Um, That's fair. You, you know, me, me and my, me and my wife, um, you know, un, unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately. I mean, I mean, we, we're, we're lucky that, you know, we both work jobs where we don't have to be, 
you know, necessarily in large crowds of people at any given point. And, and, you know, we, we do, we do try to avoid that and, you know, knowing going to Disney, you know, yeah, you know, we're going to run to crowds and, and that's, you know, that's just a fact of life, but I, I wouldn't voluntarily put myself into a crazy crowd like that. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, just to, to watch a show, which, you know, knowing will be there the next trip. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, it will. Yeah. If, if the stars align, great. Um, if not, that's cool too. We got lots to do otherwise. <laughs> I'm just mad it didn't yeah. make it for my trip. But at the same time, I, we tried to get my daughter out for fireworks that one night at Magic Kingdom and she passed out by like seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we weren't even so, like close to making yeah. it. So like it, yeah, it fa- probably wouldn't have had it happen. So yeah, fa- Fantasmic would be the same problem, right? Yep. Is, you know, yep. you're kind of waiting yep. till till evening and, and then you're, you're you're waking her up to, uh, oh, look, look. At, yeah. And yeah. OK, yeah. great. Let me. Yeah, okay. to sleep. <laughs> yeah exactly. I. I remember we did that with my son when he was we did it when he was six at uh, Disneyland where, um, yeah, you know, same kind of thing. Like he was done. Like he was he we found a table um, at one of the restaurants and we were waiting for the fireworks and he was like napping at the table. And so, you know, we let him sleep before the fireworks. But then the fireworks started we're like, you know, like, wake up. The fireworks started. And he was kind of like, what? Like, yeah, just okay, well, out of like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and like the first like couple of minutes, he, he almost went back to sleep and then he was like almost getting mad at us because we, we were waking him up. And then he did, he got into it, but it was still like, like I realized it was like, yeah, you know, probably should have probably should have called it earlier instead of trying to force it. Right. So, yeah. 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 All right. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, next item. The, this is the the contentious Fun one that a lot of people don't like. Um, Understandably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, date based variable pricing for Genie Plus, which obviously you were not subjected to because uh, they just, just did just this. Missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you just missed this. So um, right now, it's um, the the lowest prices are fifteen dollars per person, and will vary up to twenty two dollars per person depending on the day. Which you know a lot of people are upset about, understandably, because sure. you know it it makes it. What I keep hearing is you know people are saying you know it, you know it, it seems like you have to have. Um, you know, all this knowledge to plan your trip. And, and I mean, I, I guess my, my counterpoint to this is no, you don't because you're still booking it the day of, and you still just have to make a decision of, you know, do you, you know, can you justify the price for Disney plus, or do you just accept that it's too expensive and you do standby lines? Well, yeah. I right? mean, to, to your point, I, and I, I'm sure you saw my argument is like, I think it's actually easier than it's ever been to plan a a vacation because like Mm -hmm. the only thing you really need to worry about now are the park reservations. And you know, that's really it. That's like the main thing. Right. But in dining, you can get away with not, you know, you could just eat at quick services the whole time. Like it's not the end of the world if you don't do dining. Right. But like, like, you know, the main thing you got to worry about is doing park reservations. And like before it was, you know, you're doing dining reservations six months out and then you're doing, you know, fast passes, you know, a couple months out. And it's like, you don't have to do any of that anymore. Now you just need to decide what park you're going to go to every day. And then you can decide on a day-to-day basis if you want to do genie plus or not. And if you decide you want to do it, then you just do it, you know, that morning and you, you kind of play it by ear. Like I felt like Mm -hmm. this vacation, we were able to be so much more flexible because we weren't bound to the, the fast pass times. You know, we were just kind of like, Oh, well, this Genie Plus, like that one's at 1230. Well, that's not really going to work for our time. So let's wait and for another one to come up. Right. But 
I'm also not surprised that they're doing this, right? And and I I know a lot of people feel like this is a, a just like a cash grab that they're just trying to make more money. And I I respectfully disagree with that. I just I I know that it feels that way, right? With all the price increases that are happening, that and and you know that's yeah. a perfectly valid you know reason. I just feel like if they were going to just do it for cash reasons, they would have just made it twenty dollars, or they would have made it just twenty five dollars, or whatever. Yeah, they wouldn't they, have done would this have just variable price and said, yeah, yeah, too bad, right? <laughs> yeah, this is what it is every day going forward, right? Like the variable variable date based pricing to me is them trying to manage demand the same way they do with park tickets, right? Which has worked pretty well, and that's why people always say it's. I mean, it worked for you know them, not necessarily for the rest of us, right? Because there are really no dead times at Disney anymore, and that's exactly what they tried to accomplish with the date based pricing with with the tickets is trying to spread the demand throughout the year, uh, so that you know if higher prices at busier times, maybe people decide to go a different time. It's kind of the same way, and you know, honestly, I saw this problem firsthand with Genie Plus. Is and we've said this since the beginning, right? Like, and if you watch that thing on what is it, uh, Defunct Land, right? About about FastPass, mm-hmm. you understand that this is the problem with FastPass in general, is that when you have too many people using the service, it becomes a bad experience for all the people using the service, right? Because yeah. you can't get the times you want, the lines become longer, or you know, there's and this was a problem I saw. Like literally, Trevor, I bought Genie Plus one of the days, and I went on at seven oh five to get a Frozen reservation, you know, for for Frozen Ever After, and it was already at five p.m. <laughs> so yeah. five minutes after it opened, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, that's a problem, right? Because when it was free, it was one thing, right? You can't really complain about a free service, but when you're paying for something like that, and then you're not able to actually use it for the things you want to use it for, you're going to be mad, right? And like, so. I see them as trying to, because this is variable pricing, they're trying to, on the busier days, discourage people from buying it. And I get it. Like, I get why they're doing it. Like, I just, and I understand why people are mad too. Like, I I don't want to pay more either. I only paid for Genie Plus three of the days it was there. And each time I paid for it, I winced a little bit, you know, (laughs) like, because I just didn't Mm want to spend that extra money. And, you know, we were fine doing standby lines the first half of the week. But when we got to the end, I mean... You know, if you looked at all the crowd calendars, all the parks that we were in were eight, nine, you know, eight, nine crowd levels. It was busy. It was crazy. So, um, you know, because it was a holiday weekend, which is to, you know, is understandable. So, like, I understand why people are like, oh, this is just cash grab. But for me, it's I feel like if it was cash grab, they just would have made it twenty dollars going forward. And that's it doesn't change to me. The fact yep. that they made this variable based on dates, they're trying to spread out the demand a little bit more. They're trying to lower the amount of people using it. Because if you remember when they first launched it, it was like, what? Like, th- I think they announced like 30% of people were using it. And then the last time they, they gave an update on this, it was like 50 to 60%. Like, so this has been creeping up like where people are buying this. Right. And while Disney does want the revenue from this, right. They want this fee revenue. They also need it to be a product that people want to use, right? Because if if, yeah, you're, if you're not getting good use out of it, people are not going to buy it and they're going to be mad. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is that it'll it'll absolutely backfire. Yes. And you'll you know people will say don't buy Genie Plus, it's a waste of time because you know the the everything's just busy anyway, right? And yeah, exactly. that and the funny thing about that is that you know you know price hikes you know definitely turn people away but that bad experience the day that you're there that's a lot harder to undo and it's yeah. a lot harder to convince people that next time it will be better. Whereas, you know, you know, Hey, I had to pay an extra, you know, five to $7 for my genie plus, you know, you know, you may, you may 
balk at that, you know, on any particular day, but the next time you come back and maybe, oh, you know, you know, I'm coming back at a lower time. Hey, you know, this is, this is reasonable enough. I'll pay for it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely in their best interest to control it and to not, not let it get to a point where fast passes did, where it became, you know, if you either did it well ahead of time or, you know, the day of forget it, right? Like yeah. the, the Disney is trying to believe it or not, they are actually trying to appease both sides here is that, you know, there's, there's the people who plan far ahead, but then they're also trying to appease the people who want to just show up and, you know, see how things go that day. Right. And Absolutely. yeah, you know, you know, not, and you know, you know, everyone's saying, you know, this, this doesn't work for me. Yeah, you're right. That's fine. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. That, okay. not everything has to work for you. Well, right. Like, and I mean, like I said, for first whole half of the trip, we just did standby and we were fine. Like yeah, we, and we rope dropped the thing that was, you know, going to be the busiest and then everything else we were, it was short lines. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So. And, and we're kind of going to be playing it the same way as, you know, I've, I've said to, to my wife and my son, I'm like, you know, we're not, I'm not planning to buy a genie plus every day. We're really going to look at, you know, each day and, you know, you know, the rides and the park that we're going to, you know, some parks, I don't feel it's justified. And also, you know, depending on the day. I may not feel the need either because like even, you know, a good example is we're doing uh we're doing a Christmas party, which is like, well, if I'm doing that, I'm sure as heck not going to yeah. buy Genie Plus that day because, yeah. you know, you'll be there for an after hours event, which, you know, you always get, you get way more rides and everything done in that amount of time. So, you know, I wouldn't waste my time on Genie Plus. So. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, like I said, I understand why people are mad about price hikes, right? Like I, I've definitely spent more on this trip than I've ever spent before, but we also did a lot of expensive mm-hmm. things. You know, we did character meals. We did, you know, <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, you went, uh, you, you swung for the fences with, well, uh, yeah. the meals and stuff. <laughs> well, but truthfully, even though like, like yeah. we would go to like a quick service meal, right. And like a quick service meal for like, uh, you know, a, a nice size, like pizza we went to the pinocchio the village you know the little village house there they village had flatbreads yeah. yeah and they were nice sizes and they were like 10 bucks i don't think that that's that bad i mean most of the no. places you go nowadays you're you're paying around that like it's not it was it didn't feel excessive and for me like a lot of people are doing the you know well because of price hikes the magic is gone and i just if if a drink's costing me 75 75 cents more uh, I'm not going to be like, well, magic's gone. I'm done. Like, I just, yeah. that's not <laughs> how I judge things. You know, like there were, you know, the parks are, are, are get more expensive, you know, uh, food costs more like there's inflation. They're not like immune to inflation, right? Like that's happening all over the world. So it's, you know, they're going to raise prices sometimes and this time of year, they usually raise prices, right? Like that's what happens. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm not surprised by it, but I also understand because it's, it, it has gotten very expensive and, and it's, uh, I mean, but you know, we've talked about this before. Disney's always been expensive. You know, when I was a kid, we, we went, you know, like a couple times cause we could, you know, you just couldn't afford to go more than that. Like it's, yeah, it's always I been mean, expensive. <laughs> it's, you know? You're right. I mean, I mean, to, to be completely honest, like, you know, I, I grew up with a you know family, there was five of us. We only went once every five years because that's what we could afford. Yeah, was, exactly. You know, yeah. It was it was not an every year trip. The fact that I go every year now is because, you know, my family is small. You, you know, there's just three of us in the family. And uh, again, just totally different financial situation than what my parents had growing up. So um, but I also, you know, especially with COVID and everything, you know, you know, having a bit of a break from it, you know, you know, it made us realize that 
you know, yeah, we, we do want to do it every year, but we also know that, you know, there may be points like, like even with my son getting older and stuff, you know, you know, we may not go every year. We may not, you know, do this, you know, we, we may not do this habitually and it could be for a number of reasons, including prices. You know, there may be points where, you know, for me, I, I get the fun of, you know, thankfully I've already got all of my funds figured out, but you know, I'm always watching the, the uh, conversion rate between uh, Canadian and U S dollars. And right now, like if I didn't have my money ahead of time, now would not actually be a good time for me to consider going. Yeah, because the, the Canadian dollar is not doing very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's been on a downward trend. So, um, <laughs> I mean, but, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, if you don't want to go, don't go. <laughs> not, I, I, like, yeah, I, nobody yeah. here is forcing you. <laughs> it's like people announcing they're going to leave a group. It's like, you know, bye. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to go anywhere, that's uh, fine. Just don't go. I mean, if you still want to yeah. go and you're frustrated that you can't afford it, I get that, too. Like, I understand if Disney's pricing you out, how that could make you really mm-hmm. mad. Like, I get it. I well, 100% do. And I just, I also just understand too that, like, it's supply and demand, and Disney's got more demand than they have supply. And they just, they're going to keep raising prices until demand is affected. And it hasn't been yet. I mean, the, the parks were mobbed when I was there, mobbed the la- that weekend. So, yeah. You, you know what the, the funny thing is, is, you know, saying, well, you know, you know, Disney's too expensive or this is too expensive. Like there, there's so many things that I want to do. Like I, I want to go to Tokyo one day. I want to go to Tokyo Disney, but that is prohibitively expensive for me. Like yeah, it's yeah, not something that I can just do right now. I know I could save up for it. I know I, but, but it doesn't make sense for me to put everything else on hold for, you know, potentially a couple of years just to save up for a trip to Tokyo right now. Yeah, no, I, I guess. So, yeah. You know, you know, you could so so everyone's saying, you know, you know, well, Disney's too expensive. Well, you can say that about a lot of things. Yeah, like, there's it's, a lot of things too expensive. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't go to sports so, events because they're too expensive. Like I, I don't yeah, want to spend my money. Exactly. I think and you know, Damon gives me a hard time with the VR, about the VR thing. It's like I don't have a VR headset because I don't want to spend the money on a VR headset because I'm not mm-hmm. gonna use it. So like there's a lot of things, you know, that we do. But I listen, I understand every time prices go up, people feel like they're being priced out or they you know feel they feel that that pain and I get it. I, I'm I'm not here to try to tell anybody that their feelings on this are wrong. Like I totally understand how you feel. I just also know that Disney's a business and I, I think they're just going to keep doing this. And I mean, it's a lot of people want to blame Chapek, right? But like price hikes happened under every single CEO, right? Like, yeah. like literally everyone, like you can love Eisner, like a whole bunch and stuff and all the stuff he brought to the parks, but he also jacked prices up quite a bit too. Like, I mean, it just, it's funny because I was talking to my mom too about this because when my mom went when she was a kid, they were using the books. You know, they 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 had the ticket books. Yeah, the like, ticket books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, if she wanted to ride something, you know, again, she had to you know, buy another ticket book. Like if she wanted to ride the e-ticket ride again, you know, like that was the ticket books are the earliest example of them managing demand, right? Like that's what they did. They they used the ticket books to manage demand because you only had so many tickets for the e-ticket attraction. So the popular attraction so, you know, you could only go on at once or, you know, if you, you had to buy additional tickets, it's it's not all that different from what they do now. It's just an yeah, earlier I, example of it, I, you know, I, I think. But I, I think this is what I think some people are kind of getting, you know, being forced to make that hard choice. Yeah, sure. You know, we weren't we weren't used to doing that before. Oh, right? like there, yeah. there, there was a phase where, you know, for a long time, you didn't have to make that choice. But now you are having to make that choice between, you know, things like Genie Plus or, or not. And people don't like that. But, you know, 
the the reality is is that you know Disney you know they you know we were lucky enough that Disney didn't force that upon us but now you know they realized that you know yeah they do have to force that because it did get out of control for a little while that that it it, it did become impossible to actually enjoy yourselves in the park because you spent all your time gaming the system right yeah, if, or yeah. if you didn't you know you were it was either, you know, wait an hour and a half for every ride or, you know, figure out how to game fast passes so that you could, you know, skip past all of that. Right? Honestly, honestly, I yeah. could say the days, you know, the first half of my trip where we did not buy Genie Plus were no less magical than the last four where we did. You know, I mean, it's it was the that same a lot. Yeah. To me, it was fine not getting it like it was. You know, it was funny, like, because we were lamenting standing in the standby line and watching the, the, the lightning lane people, you know, walk past us while we were stopped. But, like, that's only because we had a taste of that before, right? Like, we, we got it for free. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it is, I assume it wasn't a constant stream of people. No, no, either. no, no. Like, no before no. with FastPass, it was like, if you were in the standby line, you just were always watching people go by and then they'd let like, you know, five people through on standby. It's right? not and, all that dissimilar, yeah. but it's, I mean, I still think they have similar counting policies as far as like how many they let in from each, but it's, I mean, I, we didn't notice it being out of hand. The only time we've noticed it is when there's like a breakdown. Like if there's, if, if the mm-hmm. ride goes down uh, and then when they reopen and they have a long lightning lane, they like almost only let lightning lane people in. Like they just completely Which makes them. sense because yeah, they, does, they, they pay, pay for that. Right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, but but again, you know, the, the thing is, is that it's, you know, it's the difference between, yeah, you know, people have, you know, some people have it, right? You know, you know, you get, like you said, it, you know, it's a trickle of usually, you know, a couple of people, whatever, versus like, yeah, yeah, the way that the way that FastPass was before, it was like, you know, if you had 100 people wanting into a ride, if 50 of them were in standby and 50 of them were in FastPass lane, the standby lane was ridiculous because they yeah. they were letting twice as many fast pass people in the standby, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you don't have that anymore. Now it's like the split is more like you said. Like initially, it was like thirty percent. So you know, let's say like you know, it was like thirty, you know, thirty percent of the people were using the, the lightning lane versus the rest were in standby. So the standby sure. moved a lot quicker. So yeah, I yeah. you know it's it is it's a whole interesting conversation, but I you know I. Anyway, yeah, we can we, we can, probably, we can we, go on about this forever. Yeah, um, but like like I said though, I I don't want anyone to think that I'm like saying your feelings are invalid on this. I get it. It it I mean it it hurt my wallet too for you know a lot of the to pay. Like I said, I, I winced every time I paid for Genie Plus. I didn't like paying for it. I didn't enjoy that. Um, but you know it, it was good on those busy days to get us on the rides we wanted to go on with you know without much of a wait, and that was great. But um you know, we still had a great time. Like it didn't ruin our vacation any. And, uh, you know, but I get it. I get, I get why people mm-hmm. are mad. So yeah. let's quickly go over these next two. So we can talk a little bit about the last one. Yeah. Um, so custom holiday song is coming to guardians of the galaxy. Cosmic rewind for a Christmas overlay. And a, okay. the rumor is, is that this will start November 11th because that seems to be when all the Christmas stuff is starting, which, um, for me means that I won't see this because that'll be the last day that I'm uh, I mean, yeah. there's a maybe, I mean, I'm, I might see this, but honestly, um, I'm kind of glad that this isn't starting until after I leave because I don't want my first experience on this ride to be a holiday overlay. Yeah, that's fair. That's like your, your haunted mansion take for Disneyland, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 sorry, I, I am very much about having the pure experience first and yeah. then the overlays later. Totally so, 
totally good. Yeah, so I'm I'm fine with this. You know, if if this if uh, if I happen to catch this cool, if not, you know, like everything else, I'll catch it sometime in the future or whatever. So, and then and then good. Magic Band Plus debuts at Disney Resort October 26th. So they're Soon. finally going to be, yeah, Magic Bands are going full tilt in Disneyland. Wow. I'm sure the, I mean, days from have the Disneyland first. people been like jealous of this for a while now? They've been really wanting I, the, the Magic Bands or is that? I, I've seen a lot of people asking about like, like yeah. because, you know, they hear about Magic Bands and like, well, do, you know. You know, can we use them in California? And for a long time, it was no, you can't. And th- and then you know, it was that. Well, that's stupid. Like, why would <laughs> yeah. why would you why would you you know not let people do that, right? So, you know, I don't know if they'll have quite the same uh, you know pull that they do in Florida. Sure. But you know, I I feel like Disneyland they're they're trying to mirror some of that stuff. And I'm sure that there's people in Disneyland that uh, you know there will be some hype around this at least to begin with. Um, because I mean, yeah, mag- magic bands are cool. You know, we we all like magic bands. I I love just checking out designs. I saw speaking, you know, back to the the Epcot merchandise. I did see that there is that Epcot 40th magic oh, yeah. band, which yeah. I I was eyeing up. Um, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, it, it gives them more opportunities to do more unique magic bands, right? So yeah, yeah. so this is it's interesting because they're only saying magic band plus. So that I mean. Yeah. I'm assuming it's there, not just Magic Band Plus that would work, right? I mean, it's the same technology. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. really, it should be. You could probably just bring any Magic Band you have at this point, and it would work in either park. Again, as long as you have the right tickets and everything. Yeah, you're right because because like Disney is moving towards everything is connected to the same account. There's not like a Disney yeah land like like even though it's different pages, it all uses the same Disney account. So, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, and I mean, it's so I would assume that you could probably use your Magic Bands over at Disneyland too. I would I, that would be my guess. But I, by the way, mm-hmm. I did notice on my trip that the Magic Band Pluses are are way more popular than I thought they would be. Like, uh, like so many people with the Magic Band Plus. Um, yeah, a surprising amount I, of people. I, I did actually pre-order some for my trip. Okay. So, good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll we'll, we'll see, or you know, I'll I'll definitely review them as well. And yeah, we you know we pre-ordered them because they're cheaper to pre-order, right? So yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's there's five exclusive Disneyland designs that they're coming out with, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which there's I, there's some really cool ones here that they're I, the couple that they're showing look very cool. So yeah, that and and that that's what I was saying is yeah, you know you know they this gives them more opportunities to oh, yeah. do more more stuff and and yeah, you know stuff specific to to land or world, right? So exactly, yeah. So the last topic we have on here is a rumor, and this is this is from WDWNT, of course. So take this with a huge grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm. But we like talking about rumors, and I actually don't necessarily think this one is that far out there. Um, so okay. yeah, so you know, Josh Giamaro announced, uh, you know, during D twenty three Expo that Harmonious, which is not that old at this point, a couple years old, uh, barely. Uh, that debuted uh, at the start of the 50th anniversary is going to be replaced next year. It's going to be replaced mm-hmm. in 2023, which I think surprised a lot of people. It certainly surprised me because it's a f- still a fairly new show. Um, and, you know, a lot of people haven't loved the show. You know, I've seen the reaction. Uh, I mean, I liked it when I watched it, um, but a lot of people haven't liked it. Right. So and and that's, you know, OK, cool. You know, that's yeah. it's not, you know, illuminations. A lot of people don't like illuminations either. That's fine. Everybody, you know, likes things and doesn't like things. It's fine. So mm-hmm. this rumor is that 
that they're going to scrap this whole thing. Cause I, I initially thought when they said they're going to make a new show that they were going to utilize the, the equipment that's already in the, uh, the lagoon there. Right. The, this rumor is saying, uh, <laughs> what? I like the quote is the, the Stargate and taco barges. Right. Yes. <laughs> no. This rumor is saying they, they are going to scrap the whole thing. They're going to remove the barges that are within the, the uh, world showcase lagoon. And, do instead a drone show which mm. here's the thing right i liked like i said i liked harmonious i thought it was a fun show right but i don't like what it looks like during the day it really does really ruin the views it's, and it's an eyesore yeah. it is and they had said initially that they were going to have these fountains running all the time and every time i've been to epcot since they said that i've never seen the fountains running. it's just once. big black metal yeah things sitting it's, out there it's yeah. not a good look and a lot of people you know that were people that came with me they were like what are those things and i was like i had to explain to them you know what these things are so Part of me is surprised that they would scrap this because I'm sure those things cost a lot of money and took a lot of time and effort. And they're just like writing it off. They're just like, we're done. Like, you know, we're just going to, mm-hmm. re- that would shock me. But at the same time, like, I think as a Disney fan, like this kind of makes me happy in a way. Cause I'm like, Oh, they're listening to guest feedback. Like guests, a lot of guests didn't like this. So they're like, okay, well we're willing to scrap this thing. We spent, you know, millions of dollars on because you guys don't like it. So we'll do something else. And, you know, I've watched some of these dr- drone shows. I, I, I don't know if you've watched the drone show that they've done at uh, at Paris that they're referencing here. They're mm-hmm. pretty amazing. I mean, I wouldn't be yeah, against the I've, drone show. I mean, this would be cool, I think. Um, yeah, I, I've definitely I've seen some really cool stuff with drones. And, and especially now, like the further they get along, the the ability to program them and oh, yeah. all that is becoming better and better. Um Two things that I observe about this one, you're right about the Stargate. And I noticed this even when we were there is that I think, you know, maybe um, some short sightedness of doing the Stargate was that it's it only faces two ways. Like yeah. you, you really only have the best view of it from, you know, standing at the entrance to World Pavilion or standing at the the Tokyo Pavilion. So it forces people to gather in two places instead of spreading out around the lagoon. And that could be, you know, one reason why they realized that this was a, a mistake is that, you know, anybody who is on either side, you know, you're not really seeing the the uh, the projections on the um, or, you know, the, the water projections that that the Stargate does and all that, which, um, yeah, you, you know, you know, saying, you know, scrapping it is a lot of money. In the larger scheme of things, it's probably not. Yeah. And it's probably, uh, you know, yeah, you know, we could do this better. My only thing about the drone show is that, you know, drones are very subject to wind. That's true. Yeah. And and not to say, you know, every day is windy there, but I can see where, I mean, just like fireworks, you know, they have to kind of plan for fireworks. But I feel like fireworks are a little um, more forgiving because, you know, you can have a slight amount of wind and things can be off a little bit and, you know, nobody notices, right? Like, like yeah. fireworks just go off and that's it. With a drone show, you know, things are, you know, the drones are specifically in relation to one another. You know, they have to be very, you know, I, and I would assume they can tolerate up to a certain amount of wind, you know, yeah, resist probably. against it and all that. Yeah. But, you know, if it gets too windy, you know, you get, you know, you know, it could be that, the whole thing is kind of, you know, doesn't look right. Right. Like, sure. like you notice 
that, you know, lines are not like, like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about the, the shows that I've seen where, you know, it's like everything is like perfectly lined up that, you know, you know, you can see where it's like computer driven. Right. And, you know, you know, hopefully if they do go this way, it's something that they can overcome. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cool idea. It's a cool rumor that, you know, you know, having a drone show in Disney would be ideal. I think assuming that, you know, the weather holds out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe the technology is at a point now where they can do this without it being an issue, you know, like, cause yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I would be very interested to see this because it would be great to, you would be able to see this from anywhere in the lagoon. I feel like the idea of having a drone show fits into the, futuristic you know vibe of epcot right like Mm -hmm. and i mean they have the technology to do this i'm actually kind of surprised they haven't done drones yet you know i mean which they have they did them in paris but i'm surprised they haven't done them at disney world yet because it felt like we were headed that way a couple years ago and you know it, it it never happened obviously but you know i don't know man i think i i can see this rumor coming true because it feels like they are listening to guest feedback and and the guest feedback has not been great on on you know on harmonious which harmonious yeah. like i said i liked it I, I enjoyed it but you're right like if, unless you're standing straight on you're missing a whole half of the show right but i mean i think there's some really cool things there that they did with water and with lighting and uh you know with all the different aspects of the show but it just i don't know if they had a way to hide it during the day so it wasn't blocking all the views it just doesn't it doesn't look right in, in the lagoon. Right. And especially since they're not doing the fountains uh, like that, they said they were going to do. Right. It just, it -hmm. seems like it's not, um, it's not, it's not what they anticipated doing with it. So I wouldn't, I was a little surprised at first when they announced the replacement, but I'm not that surprised just based on what I've seen people saying about it. Like I, and I obviously that's gotten back to Disney and, and they are, uh, you know, ready to move on from it. So but I, I honestly and, thought when they said they were going to do a new show, they were just going to utilize that same equipment because it felt like they spent so much time and money and energy to put those out in the lagoon that it just be, would be crazy to just scrap it. Right. But seems like they're just I mean, because this rumor is even saying that they're going to uh, literally disassemble them. They're going to scrap them. They're just and, gone. Yeah. And and that's, I think, the key to remember is, you know, we're, we're assuming that this rumor is true. Yeah. And, you know, they, you know, we may end up being surprised and wrong and they may come back and, you know, oh, we've done this new show, but, you know, the barges are still intact. Yeah. Right. So I would actually be I okay mean, if they left yeah. it, if they just did the taco ones and not the Stargate one, like the taco ones look fine yeah. to me, but the yeah, Stargate feel, one is a lot. Yeah. I, I, I feel that, yeah, that, that center one is really the biggest problem because it, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, when it's an eyesore, two, you can really only view it properly from from two angles. Yeah, and, and that's and that's also why, like, like previously, you know, they had the globe, and the globe worked because you could see, you know, you could you know, see it was circular, yeah, and, and, it and you know, it's a yeah. circular lagoon. Yeah, yeah. so and it, and it turns so, like so you'd always yeah. you, you were never missing anything like, and, and that's why part of why it, the the shows in that lagoon were so great, right? Because this idea mm-hmm. of being able to see the show from anywhere. Like you don't have to congregate at one place. You can just see it. You can just, you know, pop over wherever you want to and you get a great view of the show. Like that, that was always the case. And then Harmonious comes along and it's like, no, you either need to be, you know, in these two places or you're not going to see half the show. And I mean, I think what they've achieved technologically is amazing. Like I, I think the show itself is really well done. I just think there's problems you know, with, with, like you said, with the, the viewing angles and with, uh, you know, just the, the ugliness of it just sitting there all day. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is a rumor, of course. You know, we don't really know what's going to happen. I'm sure we'll get more details, uh, you know, as we get closer. Um, this rumor is also saying that um, they will end this show at the end of the World's Most Magical Celebration on March 31st. And that um, they will bring back Epcot Forever, which is the temporary show that they had in between the end of Illuminations and the beginning of Harmonious, which was a fine show. It was fine. It was nothing yep. exciting, but they had some cool stuff in it, like, you know, classic Epcot songs. And it was a lot of Epcot nostalgia. I liked it. Um, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a headline. It was it wasn't a headline show. Right. Like, yeah, it was it was a, it was a temporary show. So and um I mean, I don't know if that's the case or not. We're going to find out, right? We're going to find out in the next couple months here. So, yeah, exactly. All right, and yeah, and, yeah. all right. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up, Trevor. Up. We talked for two yeah. two hours and fifteen minutes. I, I I fully expected this. Yeah, no, I, I did <laughs> too. I, I, did I knew. Too. Yeah, I, th- this is always what happens, right? You know, when we have a break, we come back and we always end up wanting to talk longer, which is fine. So, well, and I left, you know, we left a lot of news items on the table too. I tried to pick the ones I found, found most interesting mm-hmm. for us, but you know, we were gone for two weeks. A lot of stuff happens in two weeks. So, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So let's wrap it. Um, all right. So as usual, if you guys want to uh, reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your listener reports, questions, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, keep, uh, keep reaching out to us. It's, uh, it's greatly appreciated. Um, same thing on social media. You can always find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast and the Facebook group, welcome home, Disney waitlist. Uh, you know, please consider joining there and getting in with the, the larger community. Lots of, lots of great discussion, lots of, uh, lots of good, um, just Disney talk. If that's what you're looking for. You can also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and Instagram. YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, uh, store.welcomehomepodcast.com, we have our limited edition Haunted Universe of Energy shirt up there. So, you know, please go check that out if you're you're interested in getting one of these shirts. And um, yeah, and, and, you know, anything else on there that uh, is of interest, you know, you know, fanny packs the the fanny pack the shirt or the 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 new design does not come on fanny packs just you know sorry i'm sure someone's disappointed <laughs> about that i put but, fanny uh, packs out there and damon yelled at me as it was clothes only yeah so. <laughs> yeah it's it, it is clothes only so uh, honestly i don't think i would want that on a fanny pack because the the image is and, and i big, you know this yeah. was this was damon's thing was yeah you know it's it's too big you can't really see what it is and you know you don't want honestly do you want somebody staring that close at your fanny pack to figure out what's on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, that that's just awkward. So makes, makes either sense. way. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you guys go check out uh um check out that stuff. And uh yeah, if, also if you want to su- help support the show another way, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out the different levels of Patreon support, which have exclusive Patreon only merchandise. And uh that'll also get you access to the Discord server, which um, you know, as we were talking about, you know, we we do post stuff on it for for discord which um is uh it's a little more exclusive i i, sh- I don't like saying it's exclusive i don't know what a better term is for it <laughs> yeah, I don't it's, know yeah i mean i guess intimate. it is exclusive intimate, I yeah, feel it's, like. it's more intimate yeah you know you get you know, more personal stuff from us yeah you get more personal stuff yeah. from us yeah yeah so yeah you know check that out if you're interested and last but not least, as usual, if uh, you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, we greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five star review. It does help more people find the podcast. And um, you know, on iTunes, leave us a review. You know, we do 
we do like reading the reviews. We do like seeing what you guys have to say. So, um, was there anything interesting this do, week, Tom? I or? do have a review to read. Look at this. All right. Okay. Okay. So this is from uh, from Omar Watts. It's a five star review that says excellent. So thank you, Omar. Appreciate it. A fairly new listener to the show. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for 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 listening and finding us. Excellent, informative, fun, and entertaining. I look forward to the show every week and have been going back to listen to older episodes I missed. Keep them coming. So they, thank you, Omar, awesome. for the nice comments. We really appreciate that. And uh, hopefully the old episodes are as good as the new ones. Um, just don't go back too far when we're really bad, <laughs> like in the early days, you know. Um, Someone's going to start sound clipping our, our early God. episodes. And it's going to be like, <laughs> did I say that? I don't remember saying that. Yeah, I don't remember actually, saying that the Skyliner wasn't happening. What? <laughs> so I, actually, I, I will I will say this. So and so my, my wife and she'll hear this episode at some point. What she's been doing is exactly that. She's been going back through the old episodes because um, she so um, she was off work for a year. And usually she would listen to the podcast like like commuting to and from work. So because she hadn't been doing that, she was actually really behind on the episodes. So she's been she's been catching up. And so every once in a while, she'll come to me and be like, hey, you said this thing on like episode 154. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> uh, what? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, it's hard so, to yeah, remember so, all the things we say, you know, it's hard to it, remember. It is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, we, we do this a lot. And uh, um, yeah, you know, you know, she tells me this stuff and I'm like, OK, you know, I guess I guess we said that. Um, but yeah, you know, some, someone's going to come around and clip stuff that we said like years ago. And I'm not even going <laughs> to, you know, be able to. To say whether it was true or not. <laughs> That's, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. and, but uh, also, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just a reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express in the show are our own. So please consult a DVC cast member or, or uh, you know, Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge thank you to, as always, to uh, Monero Financial for sponsoring this episode. And of course, World of DVC for being our, our biggest supporter and for a very long time now. So please go check them out for all your DVC needs. Join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon.